Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and the midterm election results. Nope. My name is That's Michael Basinger. No, we're With not. me are Brad Polly. Hey. Matt Polly. Hey there. Together we are the Inglorious Pastors. We also have Aaron Reagan with us. Hey. hey. Third time. It's almost like it's regular. Nah. It's a regular appearance. Really, really great. Announcement, we are going to drop this episode early, so we're... So, suck it. Yeah. <laughs> are we just dropping it where we record it now? Pretty, pretty much, much well, how it works. We, 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 we like need to also tell them we're going to start recording on Tuesdays. Yeah, we're going to start recording on Tuesdays. Yeah, dropping Tuesday nights, yeah. so Wednesday morning. Um, sorry to throw it, you off. If you're, that upsets you, just wait a day and then sorry, listen to it Sorry, not later. sorry. Yeah. This is, you know, it's it works better for us than it's our podcast. Yeah. If we record on, if we, yeah, if we record on Monday, if you don't like it? Eat a buffet of dicks. <laughs> yes. yes. If we record on Monday, we'll start recording on eat Mondays. A buffet of dicks. There you go. So, but we're still weekly for now. And yeah. Until we hate you, and then we'll we'll not or hate each other. Yeah. That's probably a more likely. A, a column B. That's very likely, actually. If we um, make it to Christmas, it'll be a miracle. Hold, hold off on those plane tickets yes. for the third. No, we're, we're, we're going to at least make it to the third. And then after that, we're going to Bilbo Baggins it. That's the plan. We're just going to... I like half of you as much as you deserve. We're just going to put a, leave a note in the building that says, someone please clean up. Yes. We're just going to do out. We're out. Yeah. Podcast just, is over. Sorry. Yep. Thanks for coming. It's been great. So, so long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> Um, yeah, all right. Well, let's go. Let's do this. Hey, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, 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 I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna need some fluid. So, hey, hey, what are you drinking now? Hey, what are we drinking? A couple things. Uh, we were having. Well, Aaron's drinking like a Coke. I'm what? drinking Sprite. Oh, Sprite. Because I'm you pregnant. Go. There you go. Yeah. Um, she is great with child. She is. <laughs> yes. Or yes. like halfway great with child, she I guess. Is, she yeah. and Dave are starting the journey to Egypt soon. Aaron, um, you know, your baby boy <laughs> will someday listen to this podcast. <laughs> Aaron, did you? All right. Uh, we're having, as far as whiskey... Uh, Michter, damn near, damn near her. didn't touch her. Never heard of her. <laughs> Michter's uh, well, sour mash whiskey. It's it's really it's really damn good. good. Yeah, it's very good. Everything I've had from them has been exceptionally good. So yeah, I mean, just their basic. Yeah, and their stuff is whiskey pretty is affordable. Forty forty five bucks. Yeah. This was like fifty, but it's like a smaller line. So it's uh, really nice. And then as far as beer, what is this from Founders? Are one of our favorites. Founders. Called, I've not tried uh, this yet. Uh, it's got something in script that's better too half. dark in here. Yeah, but there's something above that. Curmudgeons, better half. Oh, okay. It's a uh, old ale brewed with molasses and aged in same. maple syrup bourbon you barrels. You can smell the molasses in this. Mm-hmm. All right, let's try this. Wow. Oh, my God. Is that even alcohol? Dude, that's <laughs> crazy good. Man. I don't man. know what the IBU Ooh. on that is, but it can't I be high. I need some pancakes. Wow, the aftertaste on that. Yeah, it's pretty syrupy. What's the alcohol volume on that bad boy? I'd say it's fairly high. Yeah, it's got a pretty good alcohol kick to it. I don't know. Does It, say, it should say. Huh. Apparently not. Uh, we'll, we'll find 12, out. 12.7. Ah. Is it really? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Well, Great. Oh, it, literally, it literally looks like syrup. It's, it's the color of syrup. Yeah. yeah. 
something. Yeah, something. It's really, really good, though. Yeah, it, I, I don't feel like maybe I'm just immune to alcohol because I don't taste it. Ridiculous. I just taste pure maple syrup. Oh, yeah, it's it's tasty. Get your hands on that. Founders doesn't make a bad beer. Not, that I know. Well, so we got the Rum Runner in there too. Yeah, Brought Brandon said that's the one he Aunt didn't Jemima. like. Oh, good. So, but that was after I bought it. So, oh, no. I mean, he could be wrong. Brandon's been wrong before. I don't know. He's like a founder slut. Well, I know well, he's a slut, but he's, I'm not sure he's. I don't know. Aaron, I mean, do you he, think he be that Brandon's that. a slut? No. Okay. I don't know. Although that makes a good hashtag. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's been a hashtag at some point. Put it on the board. <laughs> uh, that's a shout out to the ESPN uh, Fantasy Football podcast. That's great. How's, what's your record this year? Uh, in, in in the past, the guy, week, that, the guy that I've listens, won twice. The guy that listens to. to <laughs> I've given up. Yeah. There's no podcast about Fantasy Football. Yeah, yeah. You got whoever had Levy on got yeah, job this year. Yeah. My wife has them mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So that, yeah. good advice, Brad. Yeah, they're pretty. That's all right. I picked yeah. up James Conner and he's killing it. So that's great. <laughs> I stopped picking up people three weeks ago. I've won five it doesn't of my matter. last six. I've Bruno Marzipan coming. He's coming for you. <laughs> Jeez, that's pretty good. Actually, have we talked about <laughs> our fantasy football? What is my? I'm I'm the Doc Browns. What is yours? Uh, Taco Corp. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then Bruno Mars. My name, my username is Dick Sledge, though. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, well, I think mine's number one pass. Matt, over this year, yes, this, no, that's from this an Archer reference. Up. That's yeah, an Archer Dick reference. Sledge. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I could have gone with Pierce Bottoms. <laughs> Michael, please move on and save us. All right. Uh, this round is brought to us. What about uh, Peter Cramden? God. By please the Pastors Pub. <laughs> If you'd like to buy us around, we have two people who have, who have actually bought rounds have not sent bios yet. So we're just who is you it? know who you are. I'm not going to say their oh, name. Okay. They don't get extra credit for <laughs> for being uh, slackers. Slackers, yeah. So uh, this is on the Pastors Pub. If you'd like to buy us around, go to Patreon.com/slash/PastorsPodcast. It'll get you access to the Spinoff Podcast and access to the Pastors Pub. It's closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and jizz muzzles and all kinds of stuff. No, we haven't talked about jizz muzzles in a while. Um, things discussed in the pub this week. Do you know that the jizzmuzzle dot uh, com, the domain, is worth more money than the passwords <laughs> in glorious? Is it really? really? It is That's worth awesome. more money. Uh, Can we sell it for profit? Well, it's not ours. We don't even own it. Yeah, we don't so. even own it. Yeah. So. Well, what's it worth? Uh, it's like a hundred and thirty dollars or something. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly, God, I, our our dream will come true, and we can retire if some like <laughs> no, we don't company, even make money. No, if some port, well, maybe somebody will be nice Zach and sell it to us. Zach, hey Zach, can we buy that? Hey Zachy we'll, we'll, Beef, we'll give you, I don't know, ten bucks, a dozen dollars. <laughs> um, give you one percent. There's going to be some the, porn company that's going to invent something called a jizz muzzle, and uh-huh. then have to buy the domain for like a million dollars. Yeah. Um, things discussed in the pub this week. CBD oil. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. It's too um, fucking expensive. It's too expensive. Yeah. You can't afford the shit. It's everywhere, too. It is. Yeah. I saw it at a gas station. Oh, yeah. It's a Fort gas station. Wayne. I was like, several gas stations. Sake. Yeah, don't buy that it from a gas station. Be high quality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mixed with a little bit of jizz. <laughs> what? Why? Why what? jizz, Michael? Well, we were talking about jizz muzzle. So, <laughs> CBD oil. Hmm. Um, Pastor's Book Club. Yep. So we started that first episode, the introduction, uh, started this week. Uh, we're doing The Power of Now. Mm-hmm. Um, right. so if, you're, if you're interested oh, in that. Mm-hmm. Aaron, are you doing it? Uh, I haven't signed up yet, but oh. it's tempting. You should. Yeah. 
especially it's one that chapter. Was her nice it's like that was her nice two weeks. Every two weeks. That was her nice way of saying she's not fucking. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's tempting. <laughs> you've, you've got you've got shit going. We on. We should be done right around the time your baby's born. So. You've got yeah. shit going on. <laughs> You're growing a human inside yeah. of you. No problem. Nobody can be bothered with Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should just say. <laughs> When the baby comes out, you're like, ta-da. ta-da. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's what I'll be saying. No, no, she'll be too busy going, I fucking hate you to David. Yeah. <laughs> poor Dave. Oh, Dave. Yeah, poor Dave. Because we, we know what's coming. Dave. I yeah, didn't Dave invite him along this time. Oh, uh, poor Dave. <laughs> Dave was here last time. I yeah. know. Oh, I feel like Dave's big time in this now. He's got better things. He just he just sat on the couch, and we'd hear him chuckle every once in a while. Oh. Poor Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> um, Bojangles got plagiarized. So yeah, he did. did. So fuck yep. you, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Diane. Carol, Carol definitely being a Karen. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, Everybody's typing. <laughs> uh, movie titles that describe your sex life. So. Oh yeah, I can. I had some good ones. I had some pretty good ones too. Deep Impact was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah. Free Willy also good. Yeah. I got put the Fast and the Furious was also one of them. Yeah. I think somebody put Gone in 60, gone in 60 gone seconds. In 60 seconds. Yeah. I laughed pretty loud at that. I think yeah. I used Big for one of mine. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. That was just I was just trying to stay on brand. The king of overcompensation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Godzilla, that's a good one. Oh yeah, that one didn't. Come I don't up, think anybody used that one. Yeah. I had some other good ones too. I can't remember what they were though. Somebody All size put, related. Somebody put Twelve Years a Slave. I know a bunch I of people did. Died <laughs> laughing. Somebody uh, put Child's Play. I don't know what that was about. Oh yeah. Oh God. Gross. Yeah. That's, that's there were some intentionally creepy ones yeah. on there. Yeah. So jo- join the pub. Pa- Pastors <laughs> Pub. <laughs> Patreon.com <laughs> slash. Nope. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. Uh, yeah, don't do, join do, the do pub. Do join the yeah. pub. Just don't make yes child's play jokes. Yeah, um, uh, I feel like I feel like we haven't shouldn't have to say that. You shouldn't. You wouldn't think you would. No. Yeah. Um, Shamik was rapping. Yeah, he he's good. Really man. good. Shamik, we want your music. Dude needs to put out an album. Yeah, we need uh, special music too. So. Get on it. Speaking of the raps, uh, the new Vince Staples album is great. Ridiculous. There's some, there's some serious yeah. bangers on that, <laughs> man. You, have you listened to it, Did Michael? you say Chris Stapleton? No. Yeah, no. that's exactly yes, what I said. Chris Stapleton sucks. He's not bad. No, he's Tennessee terrible. whiskey. Oh, God. That's a good I, song. No, it isn't. Yes, Our, it is. Vince Staples. Never heard of her. Oh, God. I like Chris Staples, though. <laughs> Who's Chris Staples? He was in a band. <laughs> 238. It was great. It just feels this like is the summer. beginning, yeah. yeah. Feel like summer, yeah. God, this is a great song too. Billy's head's about to explode. Fast forward. You don't like this? I'm saying for Billy's sake. Yeah. That's that's better than what we're about to. uh or orally <laughs> assault you with with CCM corner. So, I need my low rider. Yeah, my. I'm gonna uh, lower my car. What's wrong? My my uh, computer's being real slow. So. Oh, good. Oh, so that means it's not. Oh, okay. Come over and have a seat. This is the CCM corner. Everyone's I favorite segment. Get, 
Can we I talk get, about how people hate this segment? I get semi hard when I hear his <laughs> voice do that. Hey. Say that. <clears throat> Makes um, you wish you were Eva, doesn't it? Doesn't it? <laughs> I had lunch with the uh, the sultry voice the other day. Oh yeah. Hey. Yeah. Did you? Where would you go? Uh, the four of us went to Upland. Oh, oh I got to run to Bloomington Wednesday. Maybe he can yeah. see if he can get lunch. Wednesday? Yeah. He owns his own oh, business. He can off. do whatever yeah. he wants. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All he right. Can fuck off in the middle of the day if he feels like <laughs> yeah. it. This song um, is brought to you by our friends, the Newsboys. So. What's the title, Michael? It's called Shine. <laughs> um, and uh, let's just yeah, go God, into this it. song is just an abomination. Uh, the quality is really great on this yeah. recording, too. <laughs> Strum. It is a pretty catchy Strum. little dare to dare to dare. Yeah, if you're in a worship band for high schoolers. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so easy to play. Play that synth. Let's hear some Australians. Maybe if the intro was longer. So the, the premise of this song is that if Jesus can can make a strict dictator retire, oh, God, it's you so know, bad. Um, also, Christianity can uh, teach the poor origami. Wait, it can make an Eskimo oh, and a vegetarian barbecue hamster an, an Eskimo <laughs> renounce fur. So. God, it's so bad. Erin's enjoying it. She's bouncing. Shine. They can be jealous of what you got. God. Wait, it's a pretty uh, empathetic song. Yeah. Oprah freaks. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I like how they just insult anybody that isn't a Christian. Pretty much. Yeah. Kind of on brand. Let's see. We yeah. got the we got the Eskimos. We got the vegetarians. Oh, these guys are the biggest assholes in Christian. Yeah, they are. Right completely. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we are the pod we are the podcast of newsboys. <laughs> we are the newsboys of podcast. podcasting. <laughs> what a turd. Uh. Uh, yeah, make them wish that they were not on the outside looking forward. <laughs> there is nothing more boring than fucking Christianity. And this goddamn song. Like, Enjoy church while everyone's out eating brunch and drinking mimosas. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Please, compare that to what I've got. Everybody's sitting outside on their third Bloody Mary going, Sure I am bored out here. Oh, God. Wow. Well, that's enough of that shit. There's, there's seriously a minute left of this song. No, there's not, because you're going to turn it off. I'm going to turn it I want to get to the breakdown. Hold on, let me see if there's I... There's a breakdown? Oh, that's yeah, it. Oh, there, there it is. Everybody clap. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, that's it. Make them wish that they were not on the outside looking board. Mm. Nothing arrogant about that at all. <laughs> we have all the answers. You have nothing. Literally, the hubris in that song is enough to just crush anybody. God. 
It ain't yeah. karma. It sure ain't fate. 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 That would make a schizophrenic turn in his crayons. Oprah Boy. Science geeks. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. weird. And like, hey, to our psychologist, how do you feel about that line? <laughs> I'm kind of on board with firing the army. Let's let's fire the army. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't really think Christianity does that. But I think days. it's in reference to the, uh, the, the strict dictator to retire and then fire the army. Okay. Well. Boy, that was uh, mm-hmm. really something that was that this week. Yep. Michael, did you play that when you were a leader? No. no. You no. ain't going to learn it on What's My Line. They're insulting Drew Carey now. That's <laughs> that was just, a great show, too. It was a, that was a fucking hilarious <laughs> show. Or whose line is it anyway? What? I would assume it's called What's My Line. I would uh, assume that's a reference to that. Or is it like a. Is there an maybe Australian version? There may be an Australian of version of it, yeah. I, have no, I, have no, I don't know. They're pretty weird down there. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. We have one in our pub. Yeah. She's not an asshole, though. A lot no. of Australians we have, we we are total we have assholes. Australians. Do we? Oh, yeah, we yeah. used to have three. One of them left. Yeah. Oh, well. We used to have three. Because mm-hmm. some sort of fucking badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> in a country of, like, hundreds of millions of people. Yeah, we had three. <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> All right. Well. well that was something. Yep. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here for CCM Corner, everybody. <laughs> yeah, glad we could all. It was uh, Aaron's idea. Yeah, Aaron was like, <laughs> I, "I really need you to do a song so everyone can Ridiculous. hate." Ridiculous. <laughs> all right. Well, let's. Uh, now get your patchouli stick <laughs> out of my store. Move it, lard ass. <laughs> Dumb motherfucker. Dry all your jizz. I keep hearing it now. I'm glad you guys hear it because I've heard it since the beginning. I haven't until recently. <laughs> You've heard jizz since the beginning. Oh yeah. Huh? I've been yeah. I've been Aud- in that jizz camp. Well, audible jizz. Got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many poorly chosen words in that sentence. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Listen, what do we click, have? Click, 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 type, type, type. I know. Yeah. Uh, here's, a, here's a terrible story for you. <laughs> Great. Uh, vegetarian chef in Bangkok killed a customer and then served him to other customers. Oh. Oh, well. This is like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Damn. <clears throat> um, how many times in your life have you eaten one type of meat and thought it might be another type of meat? Chicken that tasted a bit pigeony, beef that tasted a bit horsey, pork that tasted a bit like that German shepherd you petted on your way to the restaurant. Uh, another question. How many times have you suspected that the mystery meat you're eating could in fact be human? Some diners at a restaurant in Bangkok were faced with this dilemma recently when they discovered that the noodles they were eating had a meaty, mince-like substance sprinkled throughout. <laughs> this was especially notable given that the restaurant had advertised as being vegetarian. Oh. Well, so, that's not vegetarian. So the disgruntled <laughs> diners made a report to the local authorities. But if you, if a veg, I think we've t- tackled this before, but if a vegetarian eats a vegetarian, is it, are they still vegetarian? I think so. I think that's technically vegan. That's science. Um, it's science. It's vegan. Ask science, Mike. I don't think as that's how it that works. As long as there's quinoa in it, it's vegan. Um, <laughs> I freaking love quinoa. It's fine. Uh, the authorities, it's highly <laughs> overrated. It's also, you know, impoverishing the entire South American continent, but don't yeah. worry about it. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm glad you enjoy it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Pwned. <laughs> yes, he was pwned indeed. Well, um, <laughs> be here last time on the, the podcast. The authorities, <laughs> the authorities performed an inspection of the premises and verified that the eatery was not serving minced beef or pork. Uh, it was serving minced up human flesh. 
Oh, Police rushed to, rushed to the restaurant, which had been deserted, and found blood splattered across the kitchen walls. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Small hunks of human meat were strewn across the floor, and shortly after, the body of a 61-year-old man was found dumped in the septic tank. Because oh, they're not going to find him in there? Like The man's name was Prasit Inpatham. Mm. And he'd been reported missing days earlier. I think he played small four. Uh, he had been a regular at the restaurant and was last seen having drinks there on October 21st. Local reports suggest he'd gotten into a fight with the owner. Well, well, there it is. He'd allegedly allegedly been struck in the head with a blunt object and had multiple knife wounds in his body. Uh, investigators have concluded that the boss, who remains at large, Oh. oh, so he do stab. murdered him and was trying to dispose of his body by cooking it into the restaurant's meals and serving it to customers. It's not known how many others inadvertently ate human. Boy, how do you mentally recover from eating? Yeah, human? I don't Seriously? I don't know. I'd be fine. Would you really? Oh my God. I mean, if I didn't, if I, if I had no control, if I didn't Mother know. God. Really? Oh, man. I, I mean, it, it would be weird, but I mean, it's, if that wouldn't do any psychological weird if, damage to you. I mean, Aaron, no. have you ever helped anybody that ate no. flesh? Okay, I'm not saying I would willfully. If I willfully <laughs> just, do it, that would that would screw me up. But if I, like, well, if you uh, would you feel better if you threw it against a garage? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my great. god, that was great. <laughs> yes, I would feel better. <laughs> yes. God, can we have her on more often? <laughs> if I great. accidentally ate a human because somebody served it to me and I didn't know, like, I don't own any part in that. No, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I don't. I'm not talking about like that. You would feel. How do you like, ever eat meat again? At that that's point? what I'm saying. Maybe I, like, would, no. I would hope that I. I would know love all it. the vegans right now. What's the fucking? I know. I know. There's I know. a difference. Stop. All right. Uh, so. I would. I would hate it if I loved it. That would be a problem. <laughs> oh, God. Like this is fucking delicious. Michael's like, I'd hate it if I was asking for more. Yes. Hello, well, this reminds me of a previous story with the hashtag yeah, the Long Pig Tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah Long Pig tacos. tacos. That one was. They knew it. Yeah, yeah. It was super fun. Yeah. Well, it was they a guy. The guy it. had his leg amputated. Yeah. And well, that just seemed like a celebration of life. <laughs> Why do I do this every week? <laughs> I, I, I mean, they were happy about it. They were cool with it. I know. I. It, I don't. I. Yeah. I'm not doing it. If, so. if it were, if it were ethically sourced human, would you be okay? With, would you be able to get over it? No. Like okay. free range human. Free yeah. range human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cage free. Yep. Cage free humans. My favorite kind. Um, Aaron's on a roll. Uh, And then I've got um, free reach. In case anybody's looking for, in case anybody's looking for a new hero, drunk baggage handler passes out inside plane and wakes up 500 miles from home. Oh, I saw that. God, this is so great. I can't believe you didn't. This is, this is the, what? I I said you a line. It's fine. What'd you say? Oh, I've oh, heard of that. <laughs> I did hear it today, but that's fine. Uh, just, just I didn't even fucking say it. I, See, I said you, it. You, I, I said it. But it was because, God, whatever. So, yeah. Sometimes there's a man. <clears throat> there's a man for his time and place, and that is this man, the dude. Um, I am a man who will fight for your honor. So this airline worker. Go ahead. Go ahead and read it. No. Come on. No, I'm not doing it. Come on. No. Fuck you. Airline worker in Kansas City who'd been drinking before work decided to sneak a quick nap in an airplane's cargo hold last weekend. 
Uh, likely didn't feel as sold on the scheme once he sobered up. He realized he'd ridden the plane all the way to Chicago. I'm surprised he didn't freeze to death. I don't think it's super well, warm down there. Apparently, well, I don't know. They transport animals, I guess. Pile so maybe enough luggage is. on top of yourself, you're fine. Yeah. Um, Piedmont Airlines? Really? Never heard of her. I, literally. I'm going to get that checked out. Um, uh, so, I'm wondering when he woke up. Did he wake up when it was in midair? No. I think he woke up when they landed. Uh, he they told, woke him up. So he told cops he was drunk early Saturday morning when he decided to crawl in among the luggage inside of 737 and catch a nap. <laughs> Apparently, no one on the ground at Kansas City International noticed that he, the unnamed 23-year-old was conked out. Where'd so they, Jim go? They just closed up the goddamn thing and just told him to go. Motherfucker's wow. been on break for half hour. I, I would like to think that they hated this guy, and they saw uh-huh. him sleep, and were like, well, fuck yep, him. Send him. And they just, yep. they just locked it up and let him go. <laughs> send him. Um, oh, the, it was heated and pressurized. So, okay, I'm so they, do this, send, uh, they send animals, yeah. so that makes sense. Warm. Yeah. Uh, the crew at Chicago's O'Hare found him, found him a few years later, like a few years, a few years. Oh, hours. That's a year. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That was the whiskey talking. Um, <laughs> he did not request any medical attention upon arrival in Chicago. And we're grateful that he did not sustain any injuries. The American team is very concerned about this serious situation. And we are reviewing what transpired, what transpired with our Piedmont and Kansas city colleagues. Uh, what transpired, Pretty obvious. The guy got yeah. drunk and fell asleep yeah. in the cargo hold. Yeah. Tale as old as time. That was pretty much. <laughs> guess we can close the case on that one, huh? <laughs> Our work here is done. Uh, so American Airlines suspended him from his job while they investigate how the hell this could have happened in the first place. They reportedly sent him back home to Kansas City on another flight. He was drunk. He fell asleep. Yes. It took off. Don't overthink this. <laughs> this is not <laughs> really hard, not difficult to figure out. <laughs> work, 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 work. Hello, boys. Yes. Have a good night's rest. I missed you. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's what I've got. <laughs> All right, I had a couple others, but I'm not going to go full Michael. Yeah, right. uh, why not? So Come this on. is a follow up. Do you remember the? Um, am I extremely loud in these things? Always. I feel like I'm loud. I turned you up a little bit. You're yeah, fine. You were quiet a couple weeks ago. Okay. It's mainly um, when we get to the foofy, then you back way off. Yeah. That's because I have nothing good to say. All right. Um, no no, no argument you, here. You're, <laughs> still, you're still talking. You're just quiet. Cheers. Cheers right. to that. Um, so this is a follow-up. Remember the woman that had sex with ghosts? Yeah. Okay. Oh, ghosts? I saw this. Oh, ghosts. <laughs> I saw this. I, I thought you said sex with ghosts. Oh, is this where she gets engaged? Yeah. <laughs> Woman says she's engaged to a ghost. There was no going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. Wah, wah, wah. I thought okay. that was going a different direction. Yeah, I know, but... right? Uh, so her name is Amethyst Realm. This is the same Amethyst Realm. Of course it mm-hmm. is. She's had 20 paranormal lovers. Ghost style. I get on my knees. Michael, turn it off, please. Just please stop what you're doing. Boy. See, I don't know how, but there's power when I'm on, when I'm on my knees. <laughs> when I'm on my knees. You didn't think that through. Hold it, hold it. What the hell is that shit? All right. Amethyst Realm told the Amethyst sun. Realm. I know. That she has had 20. Like if there's any name I could think of of somebody that would claim they're banging and engaged <laughs> to a ghost, it I would know. be Amethyst Realm. I know. Well, if you see a picture of her, you're like, yep, yep, she bangs ghosts pretty much. Um, she's had 20 paranormal lovers throughout her life. Oh, well, 
So hmm. Which a, one had the biggest dick? <laughs> so she's a ghost whore. The biggest um, vapor dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't put vapor dick down, we're done. We're, I think that's going to be our uh, our hashtag. Um, uh, but it wasn't until she flew to Australia on a business trip earlier oh, this year God, that she came he, across. Oh God, he came fog inside of me. <laughs> He's literally puffing steam. <laughs> literally. <laughs> It's not even after the fourth oh, time, just after the first oh, time. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'll call you later. <laughs> Don't call me, I'll call you. I'll leave some writing on the wall for you. Uh, I've had a phantom fling for a while. <laughs> Freaking blue steam all over her face. <laughs> Is that Slimer? <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel like I just... I, <laughs> Why does my face have beads of water on it? <laughs> Droplets of water. <laughs> he blows on her face. She's like... <laughs> I get a puff from an inhaler. <laughs> She's vaping. You really need to stop blow, smoking. The blowjob is like vaping. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, wow. Is fucking bat shit. Uh, I'd not Man. had a phantom fling for a while, and as I was away on business, starting a new relationship was the last thing on my mind. God. That one day while I was, then one day while I was walking through the bush. Well, you know what they say. It just happens when you least expect it. Enjoying nature. I suddenly felt his incredible energy. A new lover had arrived. Oh, for fuck's oh, sake. Wow. Um, she, she thought she was going to have to leave her new lover behind. Uh, yeah, once she boarded the plane, Realm said she felt the spirit's presence and realized he was coming along for the ride. I was oh, so literally. <laughs> <laughs> so we had, so I was happy and excited, so excited we had to do something about it. So we headed to the plane, Lou, and well, I'm now. Remembering I'm very excited Club. right now. <laughs> she had sex with a ghost in a plane. Yeah, sure you did. Sure you did. This sounds like a sequel to Snakes on a Plane. Where's Sam Jackson? Let me show you my lightsaber. It glows. I know in my heart that he's the one for me. We're soulmates, meant for each other, and that'll never change. Oh, God, he makes me so cold. (laughs) (laughs) And because her family is, quote, quite alternative. Oh, really? Your name is Amethyst Realm. (laughs) Really? Your family's alternative. It's really her parents doing. No shit. Realm said that they have been accepting of her new relationship, even if others don't know what to think of it. Oh, my God. Most of my friends are happy that I found love. If they think I'm mad, they seem to be keeping it to themselves. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Guarantee they're talking about that at parties. (laughs) Does she bring them to Thanksgiving? Seriously. <laughs> Doesn't take much to feed him. Well, yeah, it just goes right through. He's there for the fumes. <laughs> you just you blow bong hits in his face. Oh god, that's fantastic. Uh, did you did you happen to prepare any vegan ghost turkey for me? <laughs> vegan tofurkey. tofurkey. Yeah. <laughs> Some ghost tofurkey. I only need it in the spirit realm though, please. Oh my uh, god. Yeah. I went I prepared a special uh, sound effect for her. Yeah. I, I'm generally a fairly open-minded person. She's nuts, this man. Is fucking nuts. She's nuts. Yeah, she needs to be. Aaron, your professional opinion. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> would you Would you go ahead and just commit her? Or God. I know patient. I know uh, patient. You know confidentiality right. and all that. Ever had anybody that's banged a ghost? Thankfully, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's when you go. Not yet. You need to go somewhere. Else. Yeah, I'm going to refer you to someone. Yeah. Else. Oh, I've got a I got a guy for that. He specializes in people that bang ghosts. <laughs> Oh, by the way, sex with spirits is known as spectrophilia. Oh, well, that's... Mm. Uh, what mm. happens if she wants to get out of this relationship? 
Is it just does it just haunt her? Or does she have Do to you be need like a priest? Some, like a priest, a Ouija board, and Jesus some holy Christ. water? It's just yeah. To get rid of this ghost? You know we're gonna ghost. get added at the but somebody out there that's listening is gonna go, don't judge her. Well, I called her a ghost whore because she <clears> slept <throat> with twenty ghosts, so Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wouldn't hurt Good that Lord. much. <laughs> oh, we need to get out of here. Next. Next. Yeah. You know what we need? We need to do a contest so you can write the best uh, ghost, best ghost sex fan fanfic. fanfic. Ghost, ghost porn fanfic. That shit exists on the internet already. I bet I my wife could write it really good. <laughs> Five bucks. Write it to us and we'll read it on the air. I'll see if she'll do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got one more here. Um, I'd like to say this is better. Ghost, but Ghost whore to electric boogaloo. <laughs> I think the headline really says it all here, but English bulldog bites off Scottish man's peanut butter smeared genitals. <laughs> he deserves it. just it. keeps going. What? <laughs> All right, say dude, that again. The English please. really do hate Re- the Scots, no. so none of this makes or none of this surprises me at <laughs> please, all. Please repeat that that because I, I just it I'm kind not of sure. gets better as it goes. English yeah. bulldog okay. bites off Scottish man's oh. peanut butter smeared oh, genitals. Oh man, was he having the dog lick it off? Yes. God damn it! I think that's fairly obvious. <laughs> You know, if you're going to uh, do that, you deserve was it, was it to get Pan? your dong bitten off. Was it Jeff? The 22-year-old man who has not been named. Did Jeff or get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> With Peter Pan, not even a bulldog will eat that off your dick. The 22-year-old uh, man. Actually, it's was pronounced it crunchy gift, or not? gift peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> the 22-year-old man who has not been named was found fully clothed and lying. He's <laughs> not been named. He's <laughs> the guy without a dick in Scotland. So. It's my dick in a dog's mouth. <laughs> it's my dick in a dog yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that doesn't that's not as good as well. All right, he got a blowjob from a dog, Michael. Like well, I think we've, I don't we've, think there's we've bro, jumped the shark on you've, this. You've <laughs> taken you've taken a number of wrong left turns in your life. <laughs> if you're getting to the point where you're smearing peanut butter on your freaking twig and berries and having a dog lick it off, you have gone so far off. <laughs> this person crazier than the ghost sex lady. I'm just saying it right now. It's it's yeah. She's. No, harmless. I, no, she's harmless crazy. Like, this is animal abuse crazy. Yeah. She's harmless. Like, if she wants to go out and fuck a ghost in the woods, I don't give a shit. Or in an airplane or bathroom. In an airplane bathroom, you go in there and you do your thing, get your freaking ghost cunnilingus or whatever you're doing. <laughs> Doesn't affect anybody at all. This is disgusting. This person needs to die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, well, he, well, did, he did give his dog a sausage. Thank you. All right. Um, God, anyway, you were teeing that he, one up all week. What's the? What was the? They're begging. What's the? Oh, oh begging strips. Begging strips. Begging, 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 I don't think it was just his penis, was it? Mm-hmm. It was the whole, oh. the whole shooting match. Uh, authorities say nobody else has been in the apartment at the time of the attack. How? The Never dog been. named Biggie. Oh. <laughs> I love it when you call me Big Papa. <laughs> named after named after Biggie Smalls was found covered in his owner's blood. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands in the air the and thing. use a true player. <laughs> 
<laughs> Michael White raps. Yes. Um, and inquiries are here's the thing I don't get. Inquiries from the Scottish police say inquiries are continuing to establish how a 20 year old man sustains significant injury to his groin area. We're not it's, sure if the dog did it. Dog shits out a dick and two balls late, like two days later. Well, I guess he did well, it. Case closed. Well, there we go. That's an open and shut case. Um, so they're going to destroy the dog. Well, oh, see, fuck that. Yeah. No, see, he's yeah. volunteer. The owner is voluntarily the signed documents. Dog has been punished enough. Yeah. That is animal abuse. That's um, fucked up. Biggest. Once they have a taste for dick, they're like insatiable. <laughs> like, how does that work? No, I mean seriously. <laughs> why put the dog down? Oh it's not like God. a grizzly <laughs> eating a person. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no more kibbles and bits for this dog. We got to put him down. <laughs> All he'll eat is dick. He's just moping around the house asking for dick. We have to put him down. God. A neighbor said that Biggie was an absolute angel. Biggie is such a nice dog. He isn't aggressive or anything, and he's quite small. What did this guy do with his dick to this dog that caused the dog to react? There's never been a more appropriate time to use of this dog. Very true. Break that one, man. See this on those commercials. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, the, the dog's like, just let the dog live. <laughs> What'd you say? Michael, turn it off. Not the damn thing off. Jesus Christ, Michael. So the dog is like. <laughs> yeah, you just wanted me to turn mine off so you could play yours. Yours is nine minutes long. Because <laughs> you don't oh, have man. a dick anymore. You're pissing out of a massive hole in your groin. Do you know um, what we should do at the at the There's nothing third left year? of your vast deference. That's why it hurts when you pee. You know, oh, not at the third year. We should do this as a Patreon. If you if you if you pledge a certain level, you can you can choose one sound effect for us to retire. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. A good idea. No, I don't want to get rid of that one. That's my favorite one. I do like that one a lot. Uh, anyway, so here's the thing. Uh, last thing, local media reports the man's genitalia were not able to be recovered for reattachment. Mm. So the dude lost it all. God, they should just put a wooden stick on him now, just as punishment. <laughs> Yeah, they just saw off a broomstick. <laughs> Freaking solder it onto his groin. He deserves it. Uh, Attach it with a couple of wood wood nails. Wood nail screws. guns. God. Right into his pelvis. What an asshole. All right. Aaron, do you have anything? I have one thing. Hey. So it's please be, please be better than this. It, is. What we it just can't given. be worse. It's way more PG. <laughs> No. You've been on this podcast two times yeah. already. Why would you bring PG I don't shit? Know, but it's good. Yeah. Um, so it's the most profound shower thoughts on Reddit this week. Ah, yes. Did you see this too? Uh, I, I love shower thoughts. Oh, okay. This is favorite. right up Michael's so alley. I'll just read a couple of my favorites. I love shower thoughts. They're the best. Um, so <laughs> Tetris is life. Mistakes pile up and achievements disappear. Yeah. yeah. That's, All right. that's Man, the yeah. old Matt Polly story. There you go. <laughs> Cheese is just a loaf of milk. <laughs> uh, your skull doesn't have a facial expression. Your flesh just moves around it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, that's... Boy, that's... Yeah. Thank God for muscles, am I right? I guess. <laughs> uh, the saying, out of sight, out of mind, does not apply when you are in your room and catch a glimpse of a spider and then lose it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Uh, there's a few more. Oh, I, I like this one. This is multiverse stuff. Uh, maybe those random sharp pains we all feel from time to time are our 
alternate reality counterparts dying or being killed. Oh shit! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, <a> damn. <laughs> uh, saying ASAP is saying as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Or wait, I think I read that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Saying ASAP is saying ASAP as soon as possible. There you go. ASAP. There you go. Um, A cactus is just a really aggressive cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) A cup of water is just a domesticated puddle. (laughs) (laughs) Domesticated puddle. That's nice. I really like that. Um, Bragging about how little sleep you get is like bragging about not exercising or eating unhealthily because people do do that they're like oh you know, I don't I don't like four hours of sleep. sleep last night yeah <laughs> it's like we'll do something about it and then that's it <clears throat> i like that yeah yeah nicely done yeah shower thoughts are, are my fave um all right what kind of phones do you guys have iphone iphone android android well bad news i'm thinking for of Aaron. i'm thinking of switching to a google pixel though okay uh so the debate of are iPhones better than Android phones? It's a question many technophiles uh, spend hours debating. But a new study shows that there that you may be better off just being an iPhone owner. New, new study um, put out by Apple. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> iPhone owners are happier and have more money and friends than, oh, and, than Android users. See, this is bullshit. of course they have more money. They can afford an Apple. Yeah, I was going to say they can afford a thousand dollar. But phone. they're happier and and yeah, have more friends. More high, money equals happiness. The high end iPad Pro that just came out, $2,400. Jesus. One terabyte memory. That's more than a computer. The 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 MacBook Pros, the low-end MacBook Pros start at that. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. um, Eat a dick. Yeah. Well, are you guys happier than me? (laughs) No. No. Have you listened to this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly no. Aaron, I'm in therapy. You know this, right? Uh, Same. Clearly not Clearly not happy. Uh, other other findings from the survey is um, cat or dog, iPhone people prefer fifty percent prefer dog, nineteen percent prefer cat, thirty one percent have no preference. Android users forty four prefer dog, twenty six prefer cat, and thirty one percent no preference. Great. Uh, favorite TV shows for uh, iPhone users: Game of Thrones, Grey's Anatomy, what, what are you Friends, doing? The Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, Android users prefer Law and Order. NCIS <laughs> and, and SNL, which I like that. Um, favorite movie genres for iPhone are horror, drama, and romance. Android like uh, Androids like thriller, action, and adventure. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. fuck you! <laughs> Where are you at? There you are. All right, you Dude, Matt. Thing sucks. Jesus, you play that literally every time I open my mouth. No, I play it one I time in six months. I have not played it in several, several Like weeks. two weeks, Michael. Yeah. Hey, that's because I haven't been on for six weeks. Well, thank God for that. God, here we go. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Okay. Nope. Um, I'm going fulls in mode right now. I'm not, I'm not doing it with you. Um, Half-naked... Fuck you, Jumbo. Half-naked woman falls through a restaurant ceiling. <laughs> Twice. What is this, a meatballs movie? Yes, uh, Tennessee woman. Uh, oh, well, there you go. Uh, she she fell through the restaurant twice and, and landed in its kitchen. Um, Wait, she fell through the restaurant twice? Yes, yes, and landed in the kitchen. So These are the details I'm given. She does not look, <laughs> she does not look happy. Uh, 26-year-old Harley C. Morton. Um, oh, Harley Mort. Yeah, mm. she... Uh, 
arrested on charges including trespassing and disorderly conduct. Um, the naked bottom half of a woman dropped through the ceiling tiles. It was just her bottom half that fell through. Oh, my God. I don't understand the twice part. Did she run back upstairs and fall through again? She must have got out the first time and then fell back right back through. <laughs> That's all I can figure. Like she, she, pulled, came- her, she pulled herself back up. Like so she, she like did the Chevy Chase thing in Christmas yeah, Vacation. Yeah, where yeah, just right. the bottom half bust through the ceiling. So they found her, her wallet and her ID in the restu- restaurant's roof. Um, Does it say what she was doing on the said roof? said she got... Uh, into the ceiling through the air conditioning unit. What the so, fuck? Yeah, it's like the worst episode of Mission Impossible ever. <laughs> like it, the, the franchise has really gone downhill. Yeah, Mission Impossible Twelve. They're just trying a, to get into some goddamn pancake house in Tennessee. There aren't a whole lot of. He <laughs> fell through an IHOP. The info, but like, there's not a whole lot of information on this. But the 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 arrest photo is just. <laughs> she just is having a bad day. Let me see if I can flip it around for you. Eh, probably not. No, nah, that's all right. We'll catch it later. <laughs> oh, so meth was yeah. involved. Got it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. She's yep, having a rough day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she's having a rough life. Yeah. <laughs> that look doesn't come from one day. That, no. That chick's been road hard and put up wet. That's where that phrase comes yeah. from. It's that chick right there. Man, oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. It's a gnat. Oh, Sorry. Right. <laughs> Forgot we were on the podcast for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to do that. I know. Um, so in uh, U.S. construction workers were renovating an, an older building in Georgia. Um, and they were just renovating a, a building that used to be a dentist office. And they found inside the walls uh, an estimated thousand human teeth. Oh. Ew. Ew. What? So. Gross. In, well, back in like. Back in the olden times, people would would do that. They'd put shit in in between their 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 drywall, like but men used teeth. to put their their razor blades inside the wall, and it would. Why? I've seen it in like renovation. I don't know. It's just a thing. Huh. You get rid of a razor blade and you put it in your wall. They don't have trash cans. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Safekeeping, but nice. the. The well, no, not really, because they're 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 disposing of it. Just so what the they have like a hole in their wall. They put a hole in their wall and just dump it in there. Yeah, I, I saw it on like uh, American Pickers stuff like that. <laughs> it's popping. Well, pickers. that must be true then. Yeah. Hey Frank, I found a bunch of fucking teeth in the, in the <laughs> no, wall. No, not, not the teeth. Let's the, the, the razor blade. I'll give you three hundred for the, it. The teeth is is very unusual. Well, it's that, at least uh, a thousand. Meet me halfway. <laughs> so it was around. I'll give you a tenner. Around 1900, Clarence Whittington. Uh, oh, Clary Wits. Threw all his teeth in the wall. Oh, see Wits. So, hmm. so he was well, there not until at, at least 1930. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, so there's a, there's a lot, of, lot of teeth. Like, it's a, there's a sizable amount of teeth. <laughs> it's a hell of a lot of teeth. Just hundreds. <laughs> hundreds of teeth. <laughs> Please don't do another story, Michael. God right, damn one it. more, <sighs> Michael. Only because on. you said not to. God All damn right. it. Oh yeah, that's the reason. All right, sure. Antarctic scientist stabbed a colleague who kept telling him the ending of books he was reading. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I I did see the story, and I think my comment was that's justifiable homicide. It really is. I would yeah. kill that motherfucker. Uh-huh. That's why I'm going to kill Billy Patterson. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh man. Um. <laughs> So yeah, they they were in Antarctica, and 
uh, a 55 year old and a 52 year old man uh, would would pass long hours uh, and uh, and they would read and one guy just kept telling the other guy the, the story. That's just a dick move. It really is. That's a dick move, yeah. man. Like guy's gonna get up to heaven. The God's gonna be like, you, you had it coming. Man. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. I, you're forgiven by me, but you know. <laughs> Earthly justice and all that. <laughs> yep. So uh, the guy didn't die. So oh, okay. Uh, but the uh, the guy was was uh, charged with attempted murder, and he's back home in St. Petersburg uh, under. Uh, does Antarctica have police house arrest? How does that work? Yeah. How does that work? What <laughs> jurisdiction would that be under? <laughs> exactly. It's believed it's the first time a man has been charged with a murder bid in Antarctica. Well, it's because there's only been twelve people there ever. I mean, so, how, like, like, I mean, that is a really legitimately mm-hmm. good question. Our lawyers, we have a lot, a lot, few lawyers in the pub. Martial law in our Antarctica, no, Antarctica not, jurisdiction. That's not martial law. That's not what martial law is. You dipshit. <laughs> God. You can't just say martial law and go. Citizens that's arrest. What means. Oh that's my what, God. That's what he did after he stabbed. You're under arrest for stabbing me. You're going to. I do. I mean, seriously, uh, the polar bear ju- I mean, what jurisdiction would that I don't be know. under? I don't know. All right, I want to hear from. I want yeah. to hear from our lawyer friends in the right. pub. I mean, like curious. Interpol or something like that, or like I mean, I don't know. I don't have any idea. Well, apparently the U.S. is has got him under house arrest. So I wonder if it's just wherever country he's from. Yeah. I don't know. Do we have an extradition treaty from? Uh, yeah, from I don't. That's, 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 that's crazy. <laughs> so here, here's so he was flown from Russia's Bellinghausen Research Station on King George Island to Chile following the alleged attack. Mm, I love so, Chile. I had chili for dinner. Actually, God, I love <laughs> it chili. Delicious. It's chilly weather. Yeah, it does. Oh man, it was perfect. God, I want chili now. Shit. <laughs> have you had my chili? Man, we kill the chili game. Beth is pretty. Beth has really too. air white chili is phenomenal. Oh, the white chicken chili. Oh, white chicken chili. God. It's not real chili, but I do like it. God damn it! It's mm. it's chili. It's called like white it. chicken it's chili. Not, it's not chili though. All right, All right. Um, <laughs> chili is chili chili with noodles or no noodles? No noodles. No noodles. Oh no, I do noodles. No noodles and no beans. No, no beans. beans. Yeah, that's weird. I don't do beans. No, that's just spaghetti sauce, buddy. No, it's not. Ours looks like spaghetti, but tastes like chili. What what's <laughs> in your chili with no beans? Beef. Just beef and tomatoes? Yeah, it's just beef and tomatoes. <laughs> what are you putting in there? Christ. Do you realize like Texas chili, no beans. That's They no invented beans? that shit. Yes. Hmm. Well, so if fuck you and the horse you're in on. It's got to have beans. It doesn't have to have beans. In fact, no. ours doesn't and it's fucking delicious. I, so. hate, I don't want beans in my chili. All right. Put a pole up in the pub. All right. Well. <laughs> and noodles. Noodles don't belong in chili either. I disagree, but that's fine. Further up yeah. Oh, we're. I guess we're gonna have a pause here. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. <laughs> and we're back. Hi, um, hi, hi everybody. guys. Hi everybody. Hi. <laughs> was that? What was the guy's name from Simpsons? I can't Nick. Remember. Yeah. Yeah, Nick. Oh Nick. yeah, the doctor. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Reagan. Doctor right. Nick. I don't know if I, have I done the Facebook stalking intro for you I think yet? the first time. All right, I did it again. Okay. So <laughs> um, you're welcome. Uh, I think I think one of these we've talked about before. I think we've talked about two of these. Uh, Aaron Reagan is a mental health counselor from Bloomington, Indiana. Mm-hmm. True. Lover to Dave. <laughs> yes, we Jesus. are lovers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, you like Ben Folds We've talked about that Alright, alright, alright You like the Beatles <laughs> Good <laughs> god <laughs> What the fuck 
Wow. <laughs> that was at Polly named Matt. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. All right. Uh, you like Robin Hood Men in Tights? Oh, yeah. That's I love that movie. Film. How can you yeah. not? Oh, I Michael love that movie. I like Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's a Mel it's Brooks, a Mel Brooks movie, dumb shit. That's yeah. probably his best work. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nope, that, not doing I didn't, it. I didn't nope, not, not doing that this. Was Mel Brooks. Have you seen? But he's in the movie. I don't know. He plays he's the Jewish guy with he's the, the rabbi. Yeah, he's the I rabbi. I can tell you what he looks like. Could <sighs> pick him out of a lineup. I have a mole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you like MTV's The Challenge? I love The Challenge. Yeah, I love the I'm challenge. behind, but I, I love The Challenge. They got a lot of Big Brother people on there this this, this season. Like six people. Everyone has Thank you. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's an MTV show, so I assume they all do. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, don't fu- no, fuck you in your backing up noise. Like, Michael, do you know, uh, I don't know his last name, but Corey on the challenge? Yeah. Where he, yeah. Anyway, he's on Teen Mom. Oh, I did know that he was on Teen Mom. I haven't watched Teen Mom. It's super exciting. But, uh, oh. yeah. yeah. I, he, I, and I, his baby mama, like uh, Cheyenne, which I don't remember her last name. What the fuck is happening yeah. right now? Make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing you, you both feel, off. How do you feel about uh, Car Michael. Marie? Maria. Car Maria. Michael. I don't know. God damn it. I don't know. Stop. She's okay. <laughs> I'm not caught up on the well, challenge. I'm going to go like, sit on the couch. You guys are done. Let me know. <laughs> she's not bad. She's fine. She's super buff. Oh, she kind of lost right. herself over like that European dude. Yeah. I, I think she's in a relationship <laughs> with Paul. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I, I think she's she is in a relationship are with Are we Polly, still doing this? Brother. Wait, what? She was, I think she's now in a relationship with Polly, who was on Big Brother. But he's on the show, Polly Calafiore. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, what is good? Is what is good? Are you done? Yeah, we're done. All okay, right, Brad, Brad, you can come, come back. back. All right, wait, wait for Brad to come back. God. God damn it. Somebody is so happy that that all just happened. No, no one is, Michael. Yeah. You're happy. Addison You're the Twitter. only fucking one that's happy. No, Aaron. I'm a little happy. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you're pregnant. I'll let it slide. <laughs> All right. Let's go. What do we got? We already did that, didn't we? All right. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, can I? Yeah. Do it. Okay. So Aaron posted, I think in the pub, was it? No, just on I think it was on regular Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Um, an oh article. God. Hmm? You posted something on regular Facebook. I what did. the fuck is wrong with it? Is that a thing? Um, <laughs> from Vox.com. Um, they're on your side. Uh the article was basically titled political psychology, basically the, the psychology of the politics and, and how it affects our view of, or how Trump manipulates it and all this stuff. It was a really interesting article and there were like what, eight or nine, nine lessons, nine lessons. Yeah. To, to learn from this. So I thought we'd, it'd be interesting to talk about that tonight, mm-hmm. given that the election midterms are tomorrow and all that. I mean, it's kind of the timing worked out. Oh yeah. It wasn't intentional, but sort of fortuitously worked out that way. Um, we'll post the article link so you can actually read it. Um, a lot of what we're going to talk about is going to come directly from that, I'm sure. So, um, but you can read the article. It's it's, it's not that su- it's not super long, but it's worth your read. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were nine things that um, nine different realities, basically. That I'm looking at the article. I'm not ignoring you. Just so okay. you know. I'm not just <laughs> over here checking Facebook. Um, the the article is titled Nine Essential Lessons from Psychology to Understand the Trump Era," um, and it, it is kind of an unprecedented era. Like we, I don't think. I know we've never seen anything like this in our lifetime. 
Um, I'm sure older generations have. We had a civil war and all that shit. So well, I mean, they're dead. Well, so I know. older <laughs> generations maybe, but nobody alive now. <laughs> That's fine. We've no, we've not seen anything like this. I mean, yeah. it's, so it's it's kind of an unprecedented thing. Is I think it's important for us to sort of take a look at what's really going on mm-hmm. psychologically and sort of understand that because maybe it can lead us to more empathy, more understanding, yeah. which is decidedly lacking yeah. nowadays. So. The article is um, from Vox.com. Did you mention that? Yes, I did. All right. And Brian Resnick is the is the author. So want to make sure we give him credit. Is that the, yeah. Well, yeah. Is that the lead singer of Goo Goo Dolls? No. No, that's his brother Johnny. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. and then while we're giving people credit. He used to work on the docks. Um, I took, <laughs> yes. I looked a little farther into stuff. And so there's also some information from uh, Dan Cahan from a 2013 article um, called Ideology, Motivated Reasoning, and Cognitive Reflection. Um, and then also I want to give credit to Paul Slobick, um, and mm-hmm. his article, uh, 2007 article, psychic numbing and genocide. Yeah. So. Um, and actually at the bottom of the, the actual article, there's further reading stuff yes. too. So there's yeah. plenty of stuff. If you want to go deeper into this, um, it's got, a pretty lengthy article. It, it's lengthy, but it's not, I mean, it's not terrible. So I read it. I mean, I read it today when I got home. So yeah. like I should have read the whole thing instead of just picking through it. So. So let's just do the nine things, then we can just talk about them and see sure. where that goes. Uh, and we thought bringing Aaron on, she's a you know counselor and deals with people's brains and whatnot. So, <laughs> so just how mentally ill are Trump supporters? <laughs> because <laughs> she rummages around in there. Don't you dare talk about Debbie like that. She is not a Trump supporter. I will tell you no, that. No, thank my God mom for is that. A, my mom is a lot of things. A Trump supporter is not one of mm, them. No. <laughs> my dad, in fact, I had a conversation with my dad at lunch the other day. He said, you can count on one hand the amount of Democrats I've voted for since the 70s. I am voting for anybody that's against Trump. Yep. Wow. Well, there yeah. You go. So. Let's hope more people do that. Yeah. Millions yep. even. Yeah. yeah. Good on my, good on my yeah. papa. Yep. yep. Good on papa for that. So. Uh, do we just want to dive into the nine things? Or do you have some intro stuff? Do you have like. I have a few intro things. Okay. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. So. Okay. So to start with a little background. Um, okay. Because the first lesson is uh, rooting for a team. Or mm-hmm. I would say a tribe. Yeah. Um, yeah. It alters your perception of the world. Mm-hmm. And so with a little bit of background I wanted to talk about, um, there are two main models of information processing. So can we get the mic down just a little bit? Because I want to make, you, you, can pu- you can push it down. That way you don't have to stretch. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. There we go. <laughs> okay. I just want to make hey, sure. Hey, there's Aaron. Hey. <laughs> um, okay. So one model of information processing, um, it's intuitive, automatic, natural, nonverbal narrative and experiential uh the other model is analytical deliberate verbal and rational um and so most people over rely on that first model the one that's more intuitive and automatic it's more lizard brain yeah that'd it's be like a, that a, gut that'd be a feeling cl- cl- it's the thing that's kept us from being eaten by tigers. Yeah, there basically. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that like gut Colo- feeling. Colloquial. God, I cannot say that fucking colloquial. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, and then when we do that, we're we're basically adopting like this mental short mental shortcut to gather sure. information, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Um, so, in other words, people really make decisions based on intuition. Mm. Um, and so, them brown people scare me. <laughs> God. Oh, <gosh. laughs> and so, like, 
I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is most people don't put a whole lot of deliberate and rational thought into how they process information. Yeah. They just kind of intuitively do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could make so many comments. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you can comment. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure they're, even, they're appropriate to air, yeah. would yeah. be my guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, one thing that that first lesson brings up is this concept of motivated reasoning. Yeah. Um, so motivated reasoning is when decision making and information gathering is influenced by motivations or goals. Um, and like the thing is, is like we don't really realize that we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like we don't realize that we're engaging in it. Um, like when making decisions based on certain motivations, people might resist objective facts sure. because their primary goal albeit unconscious is to ultimately protect their identity within a certain group. Oh, sure. And that's something that I just kept coming back to like the whole, in this whole article, we're just trying to protect our group that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It just comes up over and over and over. Yeah, it does. It's a real, if you look at, if you look at, um, let's, let's connect that to evangelical support of Trump. Okay. So for 40 years or so, the religious right is, uh, has conditioned the tr- Christian tribe. You have to vote Republican. You have to vote. You have to vote anti-abortion. Have to vote anti-abortion, mm-hmm. which is Republican. You have right. to vote Republican. Republican. And so all like the, their support, like people, there's no way people should be surprised by the evangelical support of Trump because it's about self-preservation. Mm-hmm. It's about. Oh, yeah our team has to win because mm-hmm. they've been conditioned that if Democrats get in, you're going to be persecuted, which is horseshit, mm-hmm. total bullshit. Yeah. But like that doesn't stop that psychological thing from happening of saying we have to protect our team and our tribe. Yep. And so we have to vote this way. Even if this guy is a complete sack of shit, yeah. he's our sack of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's on our side. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even though he's not, even he though he's not, he doesn't have a side because no. he's amoral, mm-hmm. but like, Right. He speaks the right language to mm-hmm. their tribe. Yeah. And our side is winning, right? Yes, now. exactly. So exactly. I had a conversation right, yeah, with right. a coworker today, I'm like, about how like, you know, the church in America, evangelicals especially, they've won the battle and lost the war mm-hmm. in the process. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Like we will be post like post Christian Europe within a generation. Mm-hmm. And they Hopefully. And it's their fault. Mm-hmm. So yep. yep. Right. Yep. Um well and so depending on like people's goals and motivations, they tend to seek out and assess evidence and bias patterns that reinforce the positions mm-hmm. that they already hold. And that's both yeah. liberal, liberal and it's, conservative. That's everybody. Right. It's I, everybody. Saying, I guess we should yeah. say that. that this is, it, it's not all a, this applies to everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's which, a polarization of, yeah. of yes. everything. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Everything's polarized. Which I think it's good to talk about this kind of stuff because it does apply to everyone. Mm-hmm. So it can you can have more empathy towards the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe they can have more empathy towards us too, <laughs> you know, in theory, you know, yeah. Um, but this motivation or the motivated reasoning thing, um, there, the article talks about, um, there's an example that they give like in the 1950s, um, despite fans seeing the exact same footage, psychologists found that fans of two different football mm-hmm. teams came to different conclusions as to who was at fault for rough. Play. Yeah, right. Well, that happens. Right. I mean, it happens all the yeah. time. God damn it! That was fucking traveling. Yeah, and like yeah. even though it probably it's wasn't pass traveling. interference yeah. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but it's That's like not a foul. 
Yeah, I mean, well, the actually, that's so funny because last yeah. night I'm watching the Patriots game and fuck the Patriots into the dirt. <laughs> I fucking hate the Patriots. I do too. More than any other mm-hmm. sports franchise ever in history. By a million power. Watching them play mil- the power Packers, of one million. Watching yeah. them play the Packers last night, there's this play where, of course, they get a pass interference call. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's. I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, oh, come on. That's bullshit. There's no way. Right. Clearly, pass interference. <laughs> like, but, like, my bias, I was like, no way. Yeah. You know? So, Who yeah. won that game? The, of course, the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. They're going to win the goddamn Super always. Bowl. Fucking yeah. goddamn it. <laughs> Freaking goat. So, yeah, like when we are given the exact same information, like we all, I don't know, we just come to different conclusions yeah. depending on which team we're rooting for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's the us versus them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that doesn't just apply to politics. That's fucking anything. I mean, there's always an us versus them yeah. mentality. Um. You know, we, we all see the world through different lenses, mm-hmm. and whatever team we're on affects that lens. Mm-hmm. Um, well, an article also was talking about when the status of our team changes, so do our opinions. So oh, like yeah. The 2016 mm-hmm. election. Ugh. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's, let's not talk about that. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, <laughs> Democrats and Republicans flipped their perceptions of the how the economy was doing. Within like a couple doing. months. Yeah. Well, within a week, mm-hmm. before yeah. the election and mm-hmm. after the election. Um, so depending yeah. on... Whose party won? Mm-hmm. You know, they were saying that the economy is doing okay or the economy yeah. is not doing okay. Yep. And it's it's the same. Anyway, it, it, nothing yeah. changed. Yeah. yeah. Literally, factually, it's one thing, but they see it completely differently. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Well, you know, one of the things that article says, it caused us to rationalize things that are logically absurd. Like, like the whole support of, of the whole evangelical support of Trump. I mean, Tony Perkins from the Family Research Council, which is basically a hate group said that Trump should get a mulligan for fucking a porn, porn star. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. Whereas they, they yeah. how long have they lambasted oh, I know. still to this day Bill Clinton for getting right. a, bl- a blowy in right. the Oval Oh, and office. Bill Clinton, like, total piece of shit. And I'm yeah. a progressive. I will right. tell you, he was a piece of shit. He was shit. a piece of shit. Yes. Yeah, total. I mean, just yeah. abused his power. I mean, but at the same, you can't have it both ways. And that's exactly what they want. So you can rationalize things or logically. Anything Trump is doing at this point is fucking absurd. But people rationalize it right. because it's their team. Yep. They, well, they, and, the, and it's the same thing of rationalizing. You know, I was talking to a coworker, my coworker about this today too. How people have rationalized kids in cages, mm-hmm. and they've rationalized the fact that we have our military waiting for a caravan of immigrants seeking putting up concertina wire, literally putting a like, razor wire, like mm-hmm. literally in, in Trump talking about he's building camps. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And they've justified it. Well, you know, these are dangerous people. No, they're fucking They're not. women and children. And, and, but they've also yeah. been like, well, they shouldn't have come here. Without the 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 compassion to go, why are they? He even asked mm-hmm. the question of, yeah. why would you embark on a 1,000-mile journey by foot with the your child? fucking <laughs> desert. Like, yeah. And, and why would you risk that? You know what I mean? So, like, it's, yeah, it's just that, that constant bias of, if our team does it, it's right. Yes. Well, it's, it's Pat Robertson justifying or saying that we shouldn't get involved with uh, the uh, that country with the journalist who who was murdered. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, uh, saying we shouldn't get involved in that. Yeah, we shouldn't push right. the issue because of the deal of you know billions of dollars that, that we've made with that country. The arms deal. Um, yeah. Yeah. So whereas if it was saying, Obama who did that, it would be the complete opposite reaction. We, we, we shouldn't. Yeah. We shouldn't blow up about it because I mean it's just one person yeah uh, that was yeah mm-hmm. Pat Robertson's argument yeah so he's real neat <laughs> he's, he's nuts 
I cannot yeah. wait for him, him to die. <laughs> that sounded really bad, but I stand Fire by him it. into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did at one point, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Um, so do you have any more stuff on that, or do you just want to yeah. go through? Yeah, so that's do. that's really the first point. I mean, we yeah, kind of covered yeah. that. So the second one is we can be immune to uncomfortable facts. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so evolution is likely at play yes. to help us fight off these evolution yeah what's that i don't believe in that shit <laughs> it's just a theory god put Fuck dinosaur you, bones right? here to test us so is gravity eat shit <laughs> you're not floating you'll be falling your ass yeah it's it's <laughs> likely coming to play to fight off these uncomfortable thoughts and feelings i mean basically like we want to protect whoever's in our group mm-hmm. and we want our group to survive yep um so we tend to avoid any uncomfortable facts that might harm whatever group we're in. Um, and actually the article talks about, it's not often the facts themselves that people fear and avoid. It's where those facts lead. Yes. Um, Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like, and this is actually, it's called solution aversion. Um, so solution aversion helps explain, for example, why many conservatives, (laughs) the Matt Matt Polly story, (laughs) Explains why many conservatives are cautious concerning the science of climate change. Um, it's, By cautious, I mean total denier. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's because those solutions to climate change make them feel uncomfortable. You know, solutions like increasing government oversight and regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, so people just, they're scared of the what the facts lead to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, one of the uh, good examples is, you know, they talk about when there's an insult to your group. By extension, it's an insult to you, yeah. even though yes. it probably is. Yeah. A good example that would be the deplorables comment that Hillary Clinton yeah. made. She wasn't talking about everybody that voted for Trump, that supported Trump. She's talking about a certain group of people who were supporting him. Yeah. But people took that as an attack. People took that as an insult to them, even right. though it wasn't directed at them necessarily. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave that alone. Anyway, <laughs> but, like, but, but that's a good example of that, is yeah. that they attacked the group, thereby extension, they attacked me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my reaction is going to be this evolutionary reaction to trying to protect myself yeah. and protect the group that I'm part of. And so no matter what facts get in the way of that, I'm going to deny, 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 deny. Yeah. So, yeah, any more on that one? Nope. Yeah. Uh, the third one, uh, leaders like Trump. Ugh. Let's lose yeah, leaders. I was going to say, yeah. better that quotes. Quotes. Air quotes. Um, <laughs> scrotation marks. You know what Andy Dwyer does? <laughs> yes. Scrotation marks. Um, oh leaders like Trump have special powers to sway public opinion. You say uh, pelvic opinion? Public opinion. Yeah, okay. Same thing. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So. Yeah. So we tend to want to believe whatever our groups believe. Yeah. Um, or whatever our leaders, you know, mm-hmm. believe. Um, and. So people also seem to follow the leader, even if the leader endorses more liberal or conservative ideas that Mm -hmm. they don't normally endorse. Um, So if a leader supports something liberal or conservative, like, you know, a liberal or conservative policy, so do their followers. Yeah. Regardless of where they stand on liberal, conservative. Yeah, they'll just follow wherever they go. (laughs) Okay. You see that in Indiana. Well, not necessarily. Well, maybe not. Indiana is an interesting case study because we have a Democrat senator that's running for re-election that's basically a republican i would mm, say he's yeah. a republican before republicans went fucking batshit insane right. he's, he's a centrist essentially is what he is right yeah i don't agree with everything he says mm-hmm. but i voted for him for two reasons one he's not the other guy who's mm-hmm. a fucking trump lunatic mm-hmm. yeah and two i think i'm not sure we can move ahead without centrist people mm-hmm 
Like, I feel I like he's kind of essential, even if I don't agree with his, a lot of his right. stances, which I don't. He stood with Trump. I mean, he voted for uh, Gorsuch. I mean, yeah. But I mean, he, he stood with he's Kavanaugh because he's a freaking rapist. But yeah. like, you know, so like I. Yeah, I. but that's also that's an interesting case study because I know a lot of Democrats. I don't think he's going to win tomorrow because a lot of Democrats won't vote for him because he's to quote too conservative. And it's like so he's not quote pure enough. Right. I don't agree with everything that he's saying, and so I'm not going to vote. You think for they're going to vote for the libertarian? No, I think they're just not going to vote. Oh. Or I mean, he, he actually ran on. He actually ran on things he stood for, stood with Trump on. Yeah, he ran yeah. both sides of the aisle. Yeah, literally. he did. And, I, and once again, yeah. I don't agree with everything he does, but I voted for him because a he's the better. He's the yeah. definitely the lesser of two evils. Right. Yeah. Um, but I know so. I don't think he's going to win because I think so many Democrats won't vote for him. Mm-hmm. Be- and, and Republicans aren't going to vote for him because he has a D next to his name. Yeah. <laughs> and not yeah. an R. And so, yeah. yeah. And I, I wrote, a, I made a comment about on this, this point that I, de- I think I mean, you can agree or disagree with this. Cause I haven't thought it out. <laughs> Ideally our leadership, like the article made it, made the, the case that the, we take our opinions from our leadership. Whereas my opinion is ideally our leadership would take its cues based on public opinion. Right. Like public opinion is massively in favor of gay marriage. So like it would, it would make sense that most of our leadership or quote unquote leader, our government employee or government representatives who are supposed to represent the people mm-hmm. would move their opinion in that direction simply because it's public opinion. Whereas that's not the case now. Mm-hmm. And you can take that with any, any, any whatever posi- policy position you want to put on there. Right. People have certain opinions. There's a certain public opinion towards those things. If you took polls and ideally leadership would take its cues based on public opinion. Does that make sense? Yep. I mean, do you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, is that, I that ideally that's ideal. They're, they're supposed to represent yeah. their constituency. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's ever going to happen though. It may not, but I'm just saying that ideally that's, and I think just due to the biases, like just what's going on in our heads, like mm-hmm. psychologically, it, I don't know. We will take our lead from the leader. Yeah. We well, it, the article used the term a cognitive shortcut. Yeah. We don't have to think about it. Yep. Yep. We don't have to think about yeah. it. I mean, who thinks about tax policy? Right. I don't stay up at night. The rich. Tax right. po- yeah, exactly. I don't think <laughs> stay up at night thinking about tax they policy. I mean, think about tax policy. So it's easier to just mm-hmm. be like, well, this is what my leader thinks. Well, and I think that's one of the genius things that the, the Republicans have done over the years is abortion is a very tangible thing that people can get their minds around. Yeah. It's easy. Can they, get they've been like, if you're pro-choice, you're a baby murderer. If you're pro-choice or and you're it's pro, like, or that's you're pro- a completely ridiculous statement. It is. But like you understand people latch onto that. Yeah. Oh, it's an, it's yes. an easy, that it's, gay marriage. Yeah. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. It's a very easy thing to get your, your uh, brain around. Oh, this is wrong. Right. I don't like this. And that's why it's not even this wrong. Is I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get your tax policy. Nobody gives a shit. I mean, you should, but nobody gives a shit about that. Yeah. Nobody can get their mind around that. Um, and there's any number of issues that are that way. But there's, mm-hmm. there are certain two or three issues the Republicans have honed in on that make, to make people feel fearful about. Right. And I think we get to that later at some point. And those are the ones they've honed in on. That's just genius. They were geniuses in that right. regard because, I mean, they're evil geniuses, but they were geniuses that – they they did they honed people in on those things over the last two or three decades, mm-hmm. and it's made all the difference. It's made all the difference in the world. So, well, and another example being the kneeling at the NFL. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, just mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, and what that 
turned into is like people who more like the more conservative people who were typically all about the NFL, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he, Trump was able to sway them. Now they hate yeah. the NFL. To, yeah. And it's, yeah, there, there, there are so graphs and all these, they hate it, but then they watch it. Yeah. Right. There, there are yeah. graphs and all these, the graphs are pretty astounding. Like we can't bring them into play here because it doesn't <clears throat> translate really to podcasts, but look, read the article and just look at the graphs alone. I mean, it's just astounding. The Let me explain the graphs. It's like, <laughs> There's two lines. <laughs> and there's some squiggly part yeah. places on Very squiggly. But mostly the squiggles go up in one area. Um, yeah. So I think that, so the next point, um, people don't often make decisions based on the truth. Yeah. Which damn straight. That's a, that's a scary goddamn statement. Seriously. Yeah. I think that's the one of the ones that bothers Say me the that most. Again. People don't make decisions based on the truth. Yep. Well, that's <laughs> obvious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people, you hear the phrase post truth society. Yeah. We truly live in a post-truth society. Right. I mean, it just doesn't, yeah. Which is, yeah. Yeah. How, it's, how it's, do those words go together? I mean, I mean how, many, how many social media arguments have you seen where I just saw one like this last week about climate change. It was an article with hard data about climate change and somebody's like, none of this is true. And mm-hmm. they posted some article from some freaking Fox News stooge. Right saying no it's not true and there was no data to back that up it was just no it's not true oh well this is the one that's right mm-hmm. no it's the one with the actual fucking data yeah. right that's the truth yeah because that's hard data that's i mean that's literal truth yeah well and yeah the article just talks about like yeah we don't make decisions based on facts which is fucked up and but and that it's hard to make inconvenience facts in the inconvenient facts matter to us. Yeah. Like if it's inconvenient, then we can just kind of push it aside. Yeah. Um, and I, it goes back to like, we have a lot of pressure to live up to our group's expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually the smarter we are, the more we use our knowledge to live up to our group's expectations. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was the, 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 the quote, people are using their reason to be socially competent actors. Yeah. Like that was a, actually, well, they said the studies find that people who know more facts about politics are more likely to be stubborn and partisan. We don't use our smarts to get at the truth. Instead, people are using the reason to be socially competent actors. Put another way, we have a lot of pressure to live up to our group's expectations. Yep. And the smarter we are, the more we put our brain power to use for that end. Yeah. That was a, that was an actually I didn't I, that was an actually shocking thing to me to hear that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. the more the more information we have, they say, the more we bend it to serve our political yep. aims. Yep. So it's and, just it's again liberal and conservative, right? And that may be even more a liberal, more of a liberal thing than a conservative I, thing. Even I mean, maybe, but like one side actually has data to support right. shit, and the other one doesn't. Right. Like, so that's, I think that's a little bit. I gotta stand up. <laughs> I think that's a little I bit feel strongly about. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of a <laughs> false statement. I, I think that's a little bit of a false statement to say that that's more of a liberal thing because liberal actually has data. Data, climate change, true. literal, just yeah. mountains of fucking data. Yeah, I mean, there's mountains of data saying that like you're not going to raise a fucked up kid if it's raised by two moms or two dads. True. That doesn't like that's well, there's actual data to support that opinion. Well, the trouble is, is like, that. There is also fake data on the other side for them to say, "Oh, we have data too." Have you been to the Creation Museum? Or, right. or you know, there, there's right. there, we have data on flat Earth. But once again, know? that's not data. Like it, exactly. that's, that's an opinion. But, but, it but isn't the people data. who believe that shit believe right. It's but truth. that's but once again, that's not data. Like there's there's data and then there's opinion. Yeah. 
but that, they that don't people see the call data. Though. But there is a difference. That's what I'm saying. Uh, well, for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think we'll get to that later. Just it talks about fake news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we'll get to that. It's point seven or eight, I think. Fake news coming up on the six. <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Brad, you mentioned climate change. Um, I mean, yeah, we see this play out in like so many other topics, right? Yeah. Like yeah. gun control. Yes. Oh, oh that's one of the big I mean, ones. Fucking hell! There's mountains of evidence. Mountains of evidence that say, like, mm. once we allowed assault weapons to people, <laughs> anybody to, that that mass shootings went fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And people are like, there's no data to support that. No, there's shitloads of data. Mm-hmm. So there's also shitloads of data to prove that your good guy with a gun thing is freaking horseshit too. And that gun control actually works yeah. in literally every fucking country so on fuck the planet. You. And don't even say to me yep. the word Chicago because fuck you because uh, yeah. they buy all their guns in Indiana. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Yeah, God, this well, topic then, is like, pissing me off. I, so I know, dude. Well, and, yeah, it should. <laughs> this Brad is on fire. Well, at least we did. Brandon, you're welcome for not bringing you on for this. Yeah. Yeah. Political hey, correspondent. Uh, word on the street is he may be voting. Let's go around. Really? Yeah, that's oh, how wow. bad it's gotten. God. Yeah. That is how bad it is right now. Jesus. That Brandon is going to vote. Jingles is voting. <laughs> you anyway, just know he's yeah. going to gag the entire time he's doing yeah. it. I'd yeah. love to be there when he's doing it. Um, okay, so the next one, political opponents are often really, really bad at arguing with one another. <laughs> well, yeah, that's... <laughs> Probably spend much time on this. You're but. a shithead. No, you fuck you. You're yeah. a... Yeah. Yeah, so like it's Fuck really you, this, is, this is a this is a both sides argument yeah, here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's really hard to change people's minds by arguing with them. Mm, yeah, despite a little bit. our, you know, efforts. Yeah. Um and actually exposing people to different points of view provides no evidence of changing their opinions. Yeah. So yeah, like it doesn't reduce political polarization. In fact, sometimes people even lean more towards what they already, mm-hmm. you know, believe. Again, because they feel attacked. They feel yeah. attacked. They mm-hmm. want to protect their group. Yep. Like, um, and the article talks about um, this psychological theory called moral foundations. Yeah. Um, that tries to help explain why we can't change people's minds by arguing. Um, so moral foundations, it's the idea that people have gut level morals that influence mm-hmm. their worldview. Um, so like liberal moral foundations include protection of vulnerable populations, equality, mm-hmm. fairness, um, all the good things. <laughs> I feel pretty good about them. <laughs> all the Jesus shit. I'm, right? kind of, I'm kind of on board with that. Yeah, and then the conservative moral foundations are more... Did you say Jesus? I did. <laughs> it's weird. Um, I like him very much. He's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> conservative moral foundations are more like moral purity, mm-hmm. respect for authority, and in-group loyalty. Yeah. And I'd be interested to hear other people's opinions. Other people's opinions on that. Like, are there other areas mm-hmm. that like liberals and conservatives like more? Would you consider a moral foundation for mm-hmm. those? I mean, those are obviously those check out as far as I'm concerned. I mean, from what I've seen and what I've experienced in my own life. But I'd be interested to see if there are other areas that you consider a moral foundation for those two groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, I think you keep saying uh, protect their group too. I also want to mention that they're also protecting their status in their group mm-hmm. because bringing yeah. some of this shit to light and being, well, what if, what if we were wrong about that? Yeah. It will, it will wreck your status in this, in the, in the, yeah. In don't, the you can't question. No, no, you'll be ostracized on both sides. Right. Yeah. yeah. On many sides, many yeah. sides, both sides. <laughs> no, don't even fucking, <laughs> um, well, winding them up. And then just, you know, back to the gun control debate <laughs> <Goddamn> <laughs> as an example. 
Um, Just turn turn his mic off. Yeah. Like <laughs> me or Brad? Brad, turn Brad's <laughs> off until we can get past the gun control. <laughs> Liberals argue for better gun control to protect the vulnerable and the injustice of so many Americans living in fear of gun violence. Which is all of us now. Oh, no yeah. one is two fucking people. Absolutely. Two people were killed in a yoga Playing, studio. Going to yoga. So fucking yeah. yoga. Right. Yeah. Well, and then conservatives will argue because it's based on their moral foundation. They have no um, moral foundation. Calling <laughs> it right now. <laughs> that it's their right to protect themselves, you know. And so it's just. Brad's not going to learn anything from this episode. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, I'm not. Yep. Brad is triggered. <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and then. I don't know. I feel like this lesson in particular, I need to take to heart. Yeah. Um, because most of the things nowadays that I post on Facebook are <laughs> political in nature. And I noticed that when I was doing your. your yeah. Uh, well, and I do it for a few reasons, I guess. Like, so I'm doing some, you know. One is it feels really good to just blow your load all <laughs> over social media. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm fucking pissed off and yep. I'm scared and yeah. sad and, and I'm using Facebook as an outlet. Um, and then also like real honestly, like, did you just write down a hashtag? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> just, then, just assume if we're typing we're right yeah. Yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And then honestly, like part of me feels like I can change like my mm. more conservative friends' minds. Like, you know, that's a point that, uh, Austin Channing Brown made. Cause I said something about it's not worth posting. Like it doesn't change anybody's mind. She's like, you know what? No, it actually probably does. Because people can, people who follow you will see your opinion. And I thought that was an, actually a decent point from her. I'm not sure how I. What's feel the about data? That. Well, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm just saying. But at least at least you're speaking out your opinion, and right. people will know where you stand, and you don't know what effect that may have. True. Again, I I kind of waffle on it right. back and forth. Yeah. It depends on the mood. Yeah, basically. But but it was an interesting point for coming from coming from a black woman yeah. right. who you know, knows this shit. I mean, like she knows what it's like to anyway. This yeah. article argues that it doesn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I, I could go either. It right, depends on right. the day. I could go either way on it. Right. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it, it's the messaging. It's the branding. It's the language that you use in those it messages. Is. It's gotta be, it, it's, it's gotta be directed. <laughs> the, the Matt Polly sledgehammer yeah. approach. Yeah. The dick <laughs> sledge doesn't you. work. Uh, I, I, th- I think if you're angry, nobody hears that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there was an argument that I almost jumped into. It was a friend on the pub. It wasn't a pub post, but like there was one of his friends like was literally ignoring. He was telling three lawyers from the pub who had commented on it what the Constitution actually said. Yeah, and I almost just put "Go fuck yourself, Chuck," and I erased it. I I was proud of myself. <laughs> I I felt good about myself. So <laughs> when I jump into when I jump into comment sections. Yeah, yeah. You would have put "go fuck yourself." That's the difference Probably. between me and you. Yeah, I had the wherewithal to hit delete. Here's three lawyers. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then this one's like harder for me to admit, but like I think I also post more political stuff in nature nowadays. I think part of me like wants to prove to my more liberal friends that I like care about all the crap that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then sure. I'm like woke. And then I like, get it. Aaron is woke. <laughs> woke. You know, but I know, I don't know. You're pregnant and woke. <laughs> <laughs> the Aaron Reagan story. Right. Pregnant and woke. Um, and typing. <laughs> yeah, really. So I don't know. I mean, but the whole point of this lesson is like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, especially as you go about it, like, Arguing is not 
Well, arguing is not the answer. It's interesting. The, the, the article made the made the made the comment. Empathy is is kind of key. Yeah. Like, you know, I think about Brandon's story that he tells all the time about the guy he called. Yeah. Yeah. That said, you'll guys like you will never get it, and he was like, and he didn't get it, and now he gets it, and yeah. he he always I always remember that story when I think about arguing with people or talking but, to people about like that don't agree with me, because I was that guy that but, didn't fucking get it. Do you th- but do you think in that moment, and this is probably a question for for Brandon, do you do you think in that moment he was he could have heard it, like maybe not I couldn't have and you couldn't have Brad couldn't have I, I think no. it just further entrenches what you already believe I know and I and I don't I don't know what the answer is to that I, I really don't know what the answer we just discovered it and sort of figured it out yeah. Via, but it was it was yeah. inch by inch, click by click. It wasn't. It was. But, it wasn't just like, hey, buddy, you're fucking wrong. Here's but, what my but, but Facebook why do you, pro, but why profile. Did, why did this. we sort of figure, sort of again, quote unquote, figure things out, mm-hmm. and other people never do? You know what I'm saying? They like, were out searching for the truth. Yeah, but they would claim the same thing. No, they're liars. They would. <laughs> the truth is out there. They would claim the same thing, though. Yeah. So anyway, okay, we beat that one to death. Next yeah. point. Yeah. White people's fear of being replaced is a powerful political motivator. I that's think that's true. why that's why Trump won. Yeah. Period. Absolutely. I think period. Full stop. Whitey's scared. Yep. Scared. Well, and then the article says like it's all the raps that even well-intentioned people, um, when they hear yeah. about a rise of one group, they automatically fear it will mean a decline in their group. Oh, yeah. So even shit. well-intentioned. Well, fun fact. Trump won because of white suburbanites, not mm-hmm. poor white rural people. He yeah. won because of white suburbanites that are afraid of black people. There was Mexican. like a f- like forty percent of millennials voted for him or something insane yeah. like that. I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. Like it, well, and, yeah. Made and, a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Fear is a really easy button for po- politicians to press, and Republicans are really good at it. Oh God! All this entire election cycle. Well, here's the thing, but yeah. I, I would say that's not just in a. That's not just a Republican thing. I think all politics is based on fear. Oh, all sure. Every yeah, single sure. bit of it. If this person gets elected, this is going to happen, and so and so, and this and this and this and this. I think with Trump, happen. it was a reality, though. Yeah, it was. But like, <laughs> he's, a, also, he's a little different. But here's the thing: you, I, well, I guess, we do have to understand though that when Obama got elected, that was worst case scenario for conservative yeah, people sure. too. Like it was the same argument on the other end. Like the, sure. this country is going down the shitter; it's going to end. I mean, I still see see people saying. Trump is so much better. Obama was the worst president ever. They have never you can you can push him on that. And they say what you say why they have no answer mm-hmm. right because by any metric he was a really great president. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything he did, mm-hmm. but there was by a, by most metrics just a really really great president. Um, but you know I. I I think the the other side that was also worst case scenario for them too. Oh sure, it absolutely was. I agree with that. Rational or not, right? Again, it goes back to one of the first couple points we had. It's not rational. There's nothing no. rational about any of this. Yeah. Like the whole the whole us versus but them thing. It it, it your brain all, all politics all, all politics is dualistic. Us yeah. versus them yes. thinking yeah. and fear based. Yes, all of it appeals to the lizard brain. Yes. Every single bit of it appears ap- appeals to the what is it the amygdala? Yeah. Who can you be pissed off at? Who can mm-hmm. you be scapegoat? Who can you blame your lot in life on? And by the way, and right every- now it was Muslims. Muslims mm-hmm. aren't anymore. Now it's Mexicans. Mm-hmm. But and then it's black people. It, it, mm-hmm. it, at some point, it's got to be this other group that 
white people in power have to scapegoat mm-hmm. that say, I'm poor because of this person took my job. No, they didn't. You didn't want that job anyway. Yeah. Like they're picking lettuce. You didn't, you yeah. weren't going to go pick <laughs> fucking lettuce. Like yeah. there's plenty of lettuce picking jobs now. Go do it. Like, but there's, there always, the scapegoating mechanism is based on fear and that is what all politics is based on, yeah. period, full stop. And that's left and right. Yeah. It's who can we skate? Well, and who's, yeah. And, you know, the, one of the things that the article says is that negative, scary information is almost always more sticky and memorable. Yes. Roar talked about that, that he talked to a brain the scientist. Aversion to the aversion to the negative. A brain scientist that a negative comment towards you is like Velcro. Yep. Whereas a positive comment is more like Teflon. It will slide right off. You have to, like. That's what she said. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. Every time I open my yeah, fucking I mouth. I every time I open my goddamn mouth. You've been talking a lot. It's okay. That was just, the first just time. Keep, just keep going. I'm going to talk to you. No, keep going. I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to talk to you. All right. I'm going to pretend like he's not even fucking here. It's fine. Um, but he, you know, he talked about how the brain time is it's like Teflon. You have to focus on that positive comment for a certain amount of time in order for it to actually grab hold in your mind. Whereas with the negative comment, immediately yeah. it sticks. Yeah. I mean, the three of us have had talks. I won't go into detail about a f- what happened a few weeks ago when we were we went to Chili's and had drinks and talked. Anyway, when a few oh. weeks ago, what was that? Where are we at? Do you see why I'm in therapy, Aaron? Do you see? Do you see yeah. why I told yeah. you say, we can you find the, me a therapist? The reason he's in the therapy. Problem. I forgot. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not saying you're the entire problem. Uh-huh. But yeah. Anyway, but we talked about. I'm looking at there were, in the mirror. Every time. Keep going. We said that. I, I told you guys that there were certain things that were said that really stuck. Like it was stuff that I'd been dealing with and it really stuck. Yeah. Whereas there have been positive comments that I've really had to, I have to med, I had to fucking meditate on that yeah. shit to make it stick in my brain that, Oh, you know, we're reading the book, uh, the power the, of now. Yeah. The power of now. <laughs> that, 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 that fucking book. Yeah. The one by the Buddhist guy. <laughs> Is he Buddhist? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we're, but we're reading that and I'm, and I'm, I'm reading that and, and meditating on that stuff and realizing that, Oh, I'm not those negative things yeah. that I am. I'm much more than that. Like, but you have to actually sit and think about that shit. Whereas right. somebody says one thing. Right. Oh, and it, you'll eat on it. I, I eat about things that were said to me as a child. Yeah. Like, and it fucking yeah. eats, like Michael says, it eats your breakfast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it fucks you up because it sticks like Velcro. Well, and we tend to make things worse in our heads than they actually are. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know, I'm an expert. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, moving on. Uh, it's shockingly easy to grow numb to mass suffering. I, I think that's where we are as a culture yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, does does gun violence even get a reaction anymore, really? Gosh. Unless it has no, like a massive I mean, scale. No, I saw the thing. Jesus, in, I saw the thing. I saw the thing at the yoga studio, and I was just like, I literally, <laughs> my comment on a pub post about it was, you know, at this point, I'm just kind of waiting for my turn. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Like I've it just kind of made. It didn't just, even make news. I've just really. kind of. I've just kind of made my peace with the fact that mm-hmm. I'm going to die by a gun at some point yeah. in some <laughs> random fucking place. Yeah. So like, and I, I meant that. I, right. That's not just a cynical thing. I just that's kind of where I'm at. Like, right. 
that's just where we're at as a country. It didn't even make point. news hardly. No. It was two people. Nobody gives a shit about two people. Yeah. It's only when there's 50, yeah. 100, 1,000. I mean. But even that is like we we're, we quote remember it for a week and then it's gone. We move on from Las Nobody Vegas. Nobody talks that, about Vegas when there were hundreds of people gone down. Yeah. yeah. That story in Noblesville about that kid who went into school and tried to do a mass shooting yeah. And, yeah. and didn't kill anybody. But, Wounded you know, two people. we forget about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, I yep. mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Have you guys, do you guys watch South Park? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't, but yeah. Um, In this new season, there's an episode on, um, there's a school shooting at South Park Elementary. And just the whole storyline is that um, Randy's wife, I forget her name right now. Um, But anyway, (laughs) she, she's like the only one that's pissed off about it. And then Randy, her husband, is like making fun of her because he thinks that she's making a big deal out of something that's nothing. And he's like, what are you on your period? You know, why are you so upset? (laughs) And she's just like, people are... Matt and Trey. (laughs) (laughs) Being as couth as usual. And she's like, kids are being shot at. Like, how do people not... You know, but the whole point was like... And it would show um, like the you know, the little South Park kids walking around the, the school and gun, you know, shots are being fired and they just, mm-hmm. they're just walking like normal, you know? Yeah, and yeah. it's just, the yeah. whole point is like, we have grown them to, yeah. to what's Absolutely. going on. Yeah. Well, and then, okay. So the article talks some about this, um, Paul Slovic. Yeah. The Good, I'm glad expert. you're bringing this up. Cause I had this too. <laughs> yeah. He's the leading expert at, at, uh, expert, um, on this thing that he calls psychic numbing. Mm-hmm. Um, where, yeah, it's just, that it's like ghost humping is that what it's like? <laughs> no michael it's not it's not <laughs> see i do it to her too there you go um it's <laughs> great psychic numbing they're talking about how tragedies basically become these like abstract things in our minds mm-hmm. and because they're abstract in our minds they don't affect us as strongly sure you know as they should and we can even kind of ignore those tragedies yeah and actually well i remember uh, i remember the orlando tragedy i was at i was at work i was on my way to south bend from fort wayne I remember this and hearing it was a Sunday. It was a Saturday night, but we mostly Sunday. And I I think you two said maybe we were messaging back and forth and I had to stop at a gas station because it was like, I couldn't get my mind around that level of violence and death. And that was a few years ago. And then all of a sudden, like we have Las Vegas and like we have Parkland and we have all like literally all it doesn't affect me like it did then. Well, guys, right. Sandy Hook, I cried that day. Yeah. Like, I was, de- I kept my kids home. I was devastated. Bald. Like, I didn't know. And now, what we never think about it. It's right. like it didn't mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Those and were I've, fucking kindergartners. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. feel like if people aren't outraged by kindergartners being yeah. shot down, oh, well, I've talked about, I mean, I talked about, about the, the, the gun, gun debate was over. That, at that gun that debate point. ended at Sandy Hook. God. When that didn't change anything, seriously. it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul Slovic talks about like there's no constant value for human life. Like what is a human life worth? Yeah. And so actually um, he says that people tend to care more about like if a single life is being yeah. affected rather than a mass. So like you would think that like, oh my God, like all these people are being killed and you know, like it's such a tragedy, but really like once we hear of those like massive numbers and stuff like that, yeah, we just kind of shut down. It like, becomes, we an, care, it, it's, it's an abstraction. It's an abstraction. And we yeah. just like, if it here's was one kid that, that got killed, here's the thing care. about that is how does that, how do you square that thought with how conservative Christians deal with abortion? You're literally right. talking about masses of faceless cells. Yeah. 
that have become everything, even though now they don't care that, they, that there's kids being locked in cages because they're not a fetus. Or we're going to gun down kids at the border when their parents show right. up with them. Like, like that's yeah. what I don't, I can't yeah, And most of them are, are pro-war. Yeah. I can't square yeah. that with what you're with with that data, like right. with what that psychologist is saying, right. is because that that is like a faceless mass of people that are quote people, whatever mm-hmm. you want to think about that side of the debate. That's a faceless thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, how does that? How, I mean, how do you think that squares with I what? Don't know. Because there's mm-hmm. nothing personal about that. No, right. It, like the person is the mom who can't. That's so almost maybe, provide for the kids. That's almost one of those cases where, where like it's easier to be angry about an abstraction mm-hmm. than a personal thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like the opposite effect. Like abortion's kind of an abstract. Again, when you're talking about the numbers of quote right. unquote abortions that we're talking about, it's an abstract number. Like whatever conservatives millions or whatever conservatives mm-hmm. say, I don't know what the number is. It's hard telling. They've gone down. They went down during the Obama administration. So. FYI, uh, Republicans. Um, Shock, yeah. yeah. When you give people birth control, they don't get fucking pregnant. It, <laughs> it's kind of a thing. Um, you know, hashtag science. But like, I, I think it's almost an opposite effect. Like, it's like, in that case, the abstract number is the reality for them. Mm-hmm. And that's what drives them, is the abstract. Whereas, where you've got hundreds and thousands of kids in cages, mm-hmm. literally fenced in cages, ripped from their, kidnapped from their parents by border agents, and nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's it, it's almost like the more you, it's almost like with the problems, the more you de- or conservatives, the more you depersonalize it, the more easy it is for them to get behind it. Mm-hmm. it. Whereas with liberals, it's more like the more you personalize it, then they start to care. They start to care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I'm not saying either group is right or wrong. I think there's got to be a middle ground there right. somewhere. I right. mean, to, why don't we care about all life? Right. right? Let's do that. Um, you know what? Don't be getting started on the all lives matter bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in that, you know, the Slovak stuff, he talks about his colleagues asked participants how willing they would be to donate money to children in need. And all it took was raising the number of victims from one to two to see a decrease in empathy and donations. And then another experiment, he said he found participants were less likely to act on behalf of 4,500 lives in a refugee camp that had 250,000 inhabitants than if it had 11,000 even though 4,500 lives should be as important in any context. Like the, yeah. the mass number was, it was the, was the deciding factor. Right. So 45 out of hundred out of 11,000 11, mattered. 4,500 out of 250,000 didn't matter. It, it, yeah. It's, it's weird. It's just, yeah. he says the feeling system doesn't really add. It can't mm-hmm. multiply. It doesn't handle numbers very well. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know what the answer is to that. Right. Like right. I can't tell you to care for human humanity. Right. If I can't convince you of that, like I don't know, I don't know where we even begin to have discussions yeah. about anything. Like, yeah, don't don't try to tell me that you care about humanity and then be pro gun, pro war, pro everything else. If it only matters to, to unborn babies, yeah. then it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, 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 you're full of shit. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's a quote from Mother Teresa. Uh, she says, "If I look at the mass, I will never act. If I mm. look at the one, I will." Mm. Yeah. Which is there's. I mean, well, it's the Jewish proverb: "He who saves one life saves the world entire." Yeah. I mean, yeah. like. So it, it, yeah. In one respect, I get that. Right. On the other hand, you can't just sit back and go, "Eh." Right. Yeah, it's 150,000 immigrants. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Like. So it seems like like most people will care and 
you know, exert a lot of effort to, to mm-hmm. help the one, you know, but once those numbers start rising, they just, it becomes, overwh- I think it's an overwhelming thing too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I can't, I can't do all this. Like, whereas it's, it's like, like, if you just give something or do right. something, you are doing something like right. you are affecting something. So, okay. Two more fact, fake news preys on our biases and will be hard to stamp out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. lies, lies travel faster than the truth. Right. That's been proven. Yeah. You have, if you have Twitter, you've seen that. Yeah. I mean, social media just, mm-hmm. it makes everything spread so quickly. Yeah. Well, and then they, they have these particular algorithms, algorithms mm-hmm. too, you know, so that, yeah. you know, like Facebook's newsfeed or Google news, you know, and it promotes these false mm-hmm. news stories, you know, up to the top. Yeah. Um, Fuck Mark Zuckerberg's Zuckerberg. I, I will say they are. I think they are trying to fix. Well, that to now that they got caught. Now that they got caught. However, I mean, I guess better late than never. But like, is it uh, though? I don't know. Not really. Because <laughs> we have a, a fascist in the White House. I know. I'm not a lot sure. of damage is done. I get. I I know. I whatever. Yeah. Well, and then like you would think that, like the article talks about, like you would think that um, who is spreading the fake news is like influential Twitter. No, people it's no, fucking nobodies. It's ordinary people, yeah. you yeah. know, and it's with fifty nine followers. And like, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of people that are convinced that Hillary Clinton was running a human trafficking ring out of a goddamn pizza restaurant, <laughs> or that she had yeah. Seth Rich killed. I mean, like, seriously, think about how fuck. fucking batshit yeah. crazy that yeah. is. Yeah. And yet, millions of people believe that. that she, to this day, yeah. that she was running a human, tr- and that they were the ones that stopped it by pointing mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. She's Holy a freaking shit. reptilian. <laughs> God. Well, and, you know, it's like the more a new story is spread around, the more familiar that story becomes. Right. I heard a guy who said one time that... Uh, <laughs> hey, Michael, <laughs> you know that jet fuel can't melt steel beams? <laughs> is, it, is that that's true? Mm-hmm. I saw it on YouTube. Um, like three different clips. Yeah, Sandy Must be Hook true. was a black flag operation mm-hmm. too. Yeah, right. melts Those my are brain whenever I huff mm-hmm. it. Well, yeah, and then so the more you hear a news story, you know, it becomes more familiar, and then that familiarity it makes it seem like it's the truth. Yeah, like the and I you, the article talks about psychologists call this the illusory, 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 illusory. Uh, truth. It's an illusion, Michael. Illusion. Trick is something a whore does for money. So, like, the more often a lie is told, like, it's more likely to be believed. Right. So, like, once your brain hears something for the second, third, fourth time, right, it just it latches onto it's it. It's conditioning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah. Yep. So, uh, so the last one um, along those lines, conspiracy theories may be rampant, rampant, rampant. Yes. But there are specific. But there are a specific reaction to a dark, uncertain world. Yeah, like conspiracy theories make it seem like we're living in two different worlds, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. from from people. Like I've been thinking since 2016 that we're in like the twilight zone. Yeah, you know, like that's how I we live in. Consp- I.e., Hillary Clinton runs a yeah. human trafficking. Right. We live in conspiracy theory world. Conspiracy theories are the truth now. Like that's what there's. That's what's seen as truth now. Mm-hmm. That's what's assumed. That's the assumed truth. Is that if it's a weird theory, it's assumed to be true. Yeah. Regardless of facts. I have this conspiracy theory. Oh, God. No, no. If it, anybody it, on this podcast think, was going to have a goddamn conspiracy theory, it's going to be you. No, I don't think we are. They didn't actually, we didn't actually land on the moon, no, Michael. My conspiracy theory is that people who believe in conspiracy theories are often the religious. 
is is like if you mm-hmm. have a religious upbringing that's background, probably that's there's I, probably some truth to that i don't know that that's if a you have complete a tendency to circle believe, there's probably a venn diagram yes. that would, that would, <laughs> that's completely <laughs> <Yeah>. overlapping <laughs> if you have a tendency to believe in the in the supernatural in you know, like you know your religion then it's likely that you also could believe that you sure know, well, the article does talk about that people who are more pessimistic and who feel more powerless, they are more likely to believe. There we go. Conspiracy. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, because it's something to grab onto. Right. It's a. It's something that it allows you some measure of illusory illusion control. Control. Illusory yeah. is right. that a word? Yeah, I think uh, it is. Is it illusory? Google it. I, don't I know. think she said it too. Yeah, I think illusory. it's a, Yeah, it's a cool word. Illusory. Illusory. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I'm on my third thing of alcohol so i don't even know alcohol alcohol (laughs) alcohol i'm not an alcoholic that 12 percent, man that shit is not fucking around half of mine left oh god damn i yeah i'm on my halfway (laughs) through my next beer there there you have it so i mean like i think the more educated someone is the more secure that they feel you know about Mm -hmm. the world around them and things like that and then they don't fall prey to yeah conspiracy theories yeah sure yeah but well and then I wrote down, like, I have a few takeaways. From Do it. Yes, absolutely. Let's, let's end with that. That's a good way to, okay. yeah. Um, I don't know. So, like, our leaders and the groups that we're born into and, like, the echo chambers that we find ourselves in, they bring out the worst psychological biases that are in all of us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, so this is a left thing and a right thing. Yep. Um, and I think that knowing that each person has these biases that they're actually, you know, often unaware of, and that they affect our decisions and behaviors, I think it's helpful and healthy to work towards giving people maybe the benefit of the doubt, um, which yeah. is not easy. It's not easy. It's no. not easy at all. <laughs> you know, it's easier and more satisfying to say that someone is a fucking idiot. And sometimes well, we they are. we that with their Facebook wall. Right. <laughs> well, and sometimes... I've been on your they, Facebook We don't wall. have to give them the <laughs> You're benefit absolutely of the benefit. a dumb shit. We don't have to give them the benefit of the doubt because we've seen the last mm-hmm. eight posts are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and i think that yeah sometimes people are just fucking idiots like yeah but there really are so many factors that are coming into play concerning how people see the world mm-hmm. and how they process information and make decisions so i don't know i guess like it's not good to villainize people because like yeah, we all have a bunch of shit going on like we unconsciously are we have these biases that you know we're n- we're not aware of. We're not in control. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Um, you know, we, we're we all like tribal people. Like mm-hmm. we want to fit nicely into our groups. Yeah, the tribe thing, man. That <laughs> Seriously. It just kept coming back. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yep. And we just, yeah, and we want to protect our groups or like Michael was saying, like you want to protect the status in your, your group. Yeah, your status within that group. Yeah. Um, we protect that like to a fault. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, fear makes us cling to our own group and makes us steer, you know, away from anything that we would consider to be an out group. Um, so I guess, like, one thing to think about is, like, what can you do to combat that fear? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think one of the first things is just acknowledging, like, acknowledge what makes you scared. You know, what makes you scared about the out group? What makes you scared about losing your status within the group that you're in? Um, and are those fears rational? Are they irrational? You know, if they're rational, how can you address them? If they're irrational, how can you let them go? Yeah. But um, fucking therapy, right? It's helpful. Aaron, <laughs> it's just a commercial for Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Go, Aaron go see Aaron therapy. Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and that moral foundation stuff, like people don't often realize that people have different moral foundations like than your own. Yep. Um, so like Matt, you were saying, like the bottom line is that it's good to be empathetic when yeah. arguing. It's, but it's with fucking people. hard. It's really, really it's hard. It's really hard. Because people are sometimes fucking idiots. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Um, Thanksgiving coming, everybody. So yeah, like, <laughs> be empathetic. Empath- yeah, <laughs> empathy's good. You know, but even when you're trying to use empathy to like talk with people and try to get them to see your point of view, just know that they will tend to stick with their original. I know. Yeah. Yep. Originally held beliefs. But there are people who, I mean, there are people around this table, four people who thought one way. Right. Yeah. Who now think a different way? True enough. I mean, I, I, I struggle with this. I do too. I, I do I, too. I but I, because here's here's part of me says, okay. So when we were kids, Nazis were bad. Yeah. Like, it's right? ridiculous that you have to say that. But yeah. seriously, like, yeah, I know. I remember you'd hear about neo Nazis, but they were this like fringe bunch of fucking morons that just listened to punk music and straight edge shit. Like, <laughs> it was just like. I used to listen to Earth Crisis. I like you know, what I'm saying like it was just it was just like these weirdo fucking guys that wore combat boots and leather and they had bald heads. You want to go curb stomping, right? But like they were a very fringe group. They were marginalized, and that's where they fucking belonged. Yeah. And now they're mainstream. And my my thought goes: No, we have to vote these fuckers out of power yeah. and marginalize the shit out of these people. Yep. Yeah. Like, because they need to go back under their fucking rocks. Because the reality is racism's never going to go away. Yeah. There's always going to be racist morons that are convinced that their lot in life is due because of black people, Mexicans, Muslims, Jewish people, whatever. Fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, like, part of me says, okay, so like, you know, you've got, I, I understand where Jesus would probably be like, yeah, you should love them. That's how people change. But like. They're fucking Nazis. Right. I know. Like, I, I know. You know but, it, it, like, it, at some point, they need to just be pushed to the fucking margins where they belong I because know. they're fucking crazy. Like, and there's nothing redeemable about their viewpoint. Nothing. But there's a lot of them. I know there's a lot of them, but there's yeah. always been a lot of them. All this is here's the thing there's not more Nazis now than there were, there's just more Nazis now in the mainstream than there were. Yeah. This kind of shit has always been around. This is yeah. this is because these people have been raised by hateful parents, people that hated other people, and they they pass that on. Hatred is a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. That's not a a birthright behavior. That is that is a nurtured behavior. Hatred. Yep. So this shit has always been there, but now the orange fucker in the White House has said it's fine to be racist. Yeah. And so they're they're out. They're shooting people. They're sending mail bombs. They're whatever like and they need to be pushed back to the margins and in the and with the ma- vast majority of society telling them your viewpoint is not okay mm-hmm. yeah you go sit in your fucking cabin out in the woods and you guys can talk about how black people are the worst or jews or whatever but fucking stay there mm-hmm. because it's not okay yeah I, I you're not gonna like what i'm about to say nope um <laughs> i think Fight, 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 fight. I think if if we're ever going to change their mind, we have to listen to them speak theirs. Nope, I disagree 100% with that. And here's why we have to listen to them, is because we have to to let them be heard in, in a sense of we need them to admit that it's all about fear. But they're not going to fucking admit that, Michael. I know, but you have to like have that Like, when you've gotten to the point where you're saying all Jews must die, 
you're, you're in my opinion. You're I'm not talking on a grand scale. On a grand scale, I agree with you. Fuck them into the dirt, marginalized. But the there, what's the difference in Nazis between the grand scale and the personal? There's no difference. They're fucking Nazis. I don't think their opinion needs to be heard. Their opinion is fucking bullshit. We it's we not, destroy, it we their opinion in 1945. It, like doesn't, that's, it I, doesn't need to be heard. I, I I don't mean it on a grand scale. It doesn't need to be heard on a. Uh, I'm saying on an interpersonal relationship with somebody else, you have to be able to have that conversation. See, with here's them here, in order for them to change their mind. I disagree. Here's here's so my how opinion. do you change their mind? I, I don't think you do. You let them just fucking rot. Because I there I'm I fine think, with that too. I think there is I think there is something to be said when the Apostle Paul talks about handing people over to the Satan. Mm-hmm. That there's certain people that at times you have to just fucking write them off. Yeah. Essentially, that I can get on board with that. That it, when you have gotten so far, you have got a hill I'm willing to die on. <laughs> Michael, no, Michael changes his mind in thirty seconds. Yeah, that's fine. You have gotten so you have got you have strayed so far from humanity. That it is not your it is not worth my time to try to convince you otherwise at that point. But, but Nazis, you don't you're thinking you're saying we should have just I'm not saying about Nazis specifically. I I mean but, but there's a difference between conservatives and yes, Nazis. That's not what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, there's a Trump voters and and well, Nazis as sort well. of in some regards. And, yeah. and, but I think but Trump I think Trump supporters need to understand that they are actually like being lumped in with they yeah. are deservedly being lumped in with that yeah and this is goes back to the conversation of what you were saying about brandon and his conversation you're the guy saying let's just f- fuck them all they'll, they'll never under never understand they're not and, and there are people who have like, come out there are people I, I, who have know, come out of white I, supremacist I know, but, but groups we're ta- you're talking of very very small people and then you're lumping all trump know, with them. there's 11 million nazis in this country jesus christ just came out yeah. 11 million. That's fucking terrifying. Uh, like 8 million of them live in Martinsville. So like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, so, you know, you, I, I, I just, I don't agree with this hear them out thing when it comes to mm-hmm. that. Your normal everyday Trump voter. Fine. I know we've got like people in the pub that have talked about, they've got, we have people in the pub who voted for Trump. That's, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking oh, about. Okay. I'm saying we've got people in the pub that have, uh, like relatives that are li- that are like white supremacists. God, my yeah, my, what I would do in that situation, my kids would never be around them. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I, I would, would tell these people, my kids will not be anywhere around here because you're a hateful fucking asshole. They will not learn that behavior. They will understand that that is not okay, and that the way you live is not okay. Uh, I think they need to be shamed. Yeah, I think they need to be told uh, and, and, this is not okay. And I'm talking more about the moderate conservatives than i am about the the extreme sure and yeah. that i can maybe get on board with yeah yeah well and i think there's a difference between like saying something like that these people are wrong like they're clearly wrong and trying to make change you know like yeah the, yeah the not the neo-nazis like they are wrong like yeah. they're wrong wrong yeah, wrong. yeah that's wrong but yeah. i think just yeah. saying that they're wrong like yeah that's not going to make any changes like maybe p- change is possible by trying to be empathetic and seeing where they're coming from, even though they're wrong. Yeah. I don't know. And, and the, in the theory of letting them all die out, I mean, it's a lot of time before they all die out and they're raising further people. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there, are, but there are people who have come out. There are people who have come out of white supremacist groups. So, I mean, yeah, There's hope. 
I've seen people touring a white supremacist, former white supremacist touring with a black man. Like it happens because they had conversations. So I, it, let's just chalk it up to this. There are no easy answers. Mm-mm. There are no easy paths. Then let's vote them out of power. Vote them out of power. And let's marginalize them. And then yes. you can go have conversations and love them. Yes. Deal. Well, I don't then, want them making my laws. That yeah. Well, yeah, that's fair. And then maybe I'll just end on this takeaway that's sort of related to that. Yes. Wrap this pile <laughs> of shit up, please. Like, <laughs> and this is more of a moral foundation for liberals than conservatives. But I think like, it's good to try to like question your leaders, you know, sure. like, um, like just because freaking Trump, um, supports neo-Nazi, you know, just whatever, like, mm-hmm. um, like don't just take this shit at face value, Yeah, you know, like question yeah. your leaders, like ask yourself what you think about an idea or position, Yeah, you know, yep. um, don't jump on the Trump train. Yeah. Yeah. Do, so anyway. do the work. Yeah, do the work. I mean, that's like have a, your own opinion. That's a very counseling thing. Is do, <laughs> do the, the work. do the fucking work, or there man. won't be change. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you you have Seriously. to do the work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think like for the most part, just people are complicated, and there's a lot of yeah. biases that happen that we're not even aware of, and it just it really really has an effect on how we make decisions, and then what we just i don't know it has a big Mm -hmm. effect yep um so i agree the left and the right like no one is innocent you Mm -hmm. know like i don't know just it's good to try to understand that the other side even though we try to like sometimes vilify you know oh yeah Yeah. for sure like they they don't really know what they're doing sometimes (laughs) just like we don't know what we're doing yeah right right but yep Closing thoughts? No, I'm good. No, I'm good. <laughs> I think I've, I think I've said my piece. America, fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck I'm is that? Earth crisis. Jesus, turn that shit. That's garbage. Off. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, turn. I, I, I fucking own that album. Yeah, I know. I did. I know you did. Can tell us what oh, they're straight edge, man. They don't drink. They must be Christians. The five stars God, that album was fucking terrible. It was terrible. Feedback. Oh, is that me? Right. No, that's me. I don't think we had anybody. All right. Well, we had, a, we had a run there. Thanks for, for nothing. two weeks. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, new guy. Top 11. <laughs> Did we talk about the fact that I won the uh, Who Wants to Be a Pastor contest? Did you? Yeah, it's only because we meet Because it house. feels We're, like the, I lost. The Holiday Inn was too expensive. <laughs> um, this was cheaper. That's yeah. why you won. It definitely feels like everyone it, ultimately, the Ultimately, the, uh, the almighty dollar does prevail. Um <laughs> See, this is why I'm in fucking therapy. <laughs> Still. Stick with it, man. I know, right? Stay on target. <laughs> uh, top 11. Oh. I just, I actually got rid of a shitload. We had a ton this week. Nice. Um, I just got tired of deleting stuff and just decided to go with 11. Uh, <laughs> Melissa Murray at Espresso Mama 3. Hi. Right off the hop of this week's Pastors Podcast, and I'm raising the praise hands while shouting Brass Monkey. As I remember <laughs> jumping off my neighbor's fence into their pool during high school summers while shouting, nice. I had a right to party. Hashtag Beastie Boys Forever. Hashtag Sorry Mom. Hashtag Don't At Me. 
<laughs> Number 10, Lynn at Swashbuckland. Quote, we haven't had a drunk off the rails episode in a while. That ends this week. Yeah. Pastor's Podcast, you weren't fucking kidding. To be fair, I wasn't drunk and I heard hashtag beef lemming too. All right. It's 9 Do I need to mute him? There it yes. is. Please, can you mute him? Thank you. God damn it. Number nine, Casey at Achtung. Casey, the German Wunderkind. Uh, at Pastors Podcast, the BC boys are obnoxious and ruin every dance party, but they're way better than CCM Corner, so I'll take it. She gets the, the worst of both worlds this week. It's the worst. And of that hashtag both is the best thing ever working on t shirts now. Hashtag Beef Lemming uh, at Stick in the Blood. That must have been Beef Lemming. Uh, Wait, what? What? Yeah, that's a pretty gross uh, Twitter oh. handle. Stick in the Blood? <laughs> yeah. Is that hmm. some weird Jesus-y thing? Uh, eight, Is that PMSX? Eight. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Wait, what? Oh, oh God. <laughs> What'd he say? Wow. I don't well, know what that means. What'd he say? PMSX. Stick oh, in the PMS. blood. Jesus. <laughs> it wouldn't be Christ. PMS. It would be period sex, but, yeah. you know, same thing. My... PMS sex is a different thing. That's where your wife just yells at can you, you all un- the Can time. you unmute me, please? No. <laughs> Go for it. Unmute me. Are Number eight. No, no, absolutely nope. fucking not. I mean, I take it back. Melissa Widener at Mel the Warrior. Like my five, like my five-year-old. I'm going to put you on timeout for five minutes. At, Pastor, <laughs> at Pastor's Podcast, cocktails and ghost stories are a blessing from the void. Best train wreck ever. Hashtag B Fleming. Number seven, Jamie Coker at Jamie Coker. At Pastor's Podcast, best part of Her episode. Her song was really good, by the way. Yes. Best part of episode 142 was, oh, sorry, Epitode 142. <laughs> Was Matt's exasperated sigh at the good part of every ghost story? I'm picturing him cowering behind his brass monkey. Hashtag B Fleming. Number six, Brian O'Dean at Brian O'Dean. Never mind. The Hall. Just gonna let that one go. Hey, Brad. People already are listening to this in 1.25 speed. You don't need to speak in one. I need to. It's 9:21, and I want to go home. Uh, The Halloween episode. I I get to this point every week. I'm fucking over. You live three minutes away. I don't fucking care. I want to go home. I still have to post nine news articles from dipshit over here <laughs> on Twitter. So uh, the Halloween episode for Pastor's podcast made me made my smile muscles hurt and my hair stand up. Well done, guys and guests. One of my new favorite spooky traditions. Hashtag beef lemming. Uh, <laughs> this is a really good hashtag. Number five, Michael Shannon at MD Shannon or MDS Hanon. Maybe it's MDS Hanon. Uh <laughs> At Pastor's Podcast. Dr. Shannon? <laughs> Dr. Hannon. Uh, Dr. S. Hannon. <laughs> Dr. Yeah, MD, yeah, Dr. S. Hannon. I've heard that the closest you can get to knowing what it feels like to be a ghost is listening to a podcast when the hosts are searching for a piece of trivia that you know. So the first, <laughs> so the first five minutes of the podcast were really God. the spookiest to me. We did Hashtag fight. God, you we guys, did. You two especially fought the shit out of yeah, that. Yeah, we got there, though. <clears throat> yep. It was worth it. Much, I was, I much was like my wife on our wedding night. She I finally got said. there. Uh, number four, Dan. No, no she didn't. <laughs> she did on the, the third go around. Uh-huh. Uh, Dan Burgess at DP Burgers and Fries. Thanks, Thor. <laughs> at Pastor's Podcast, my favorite part of the epitome was Michael triggering Brad and poor man's Brad at the same time. God damn with it. The DC talk <laughs> rendition. You fucking cunts. Michael. God. At hashtag, hashtag beef lemming. Number three, Christopher Maloney. Poor man's Brad. That is how I'm known now. God fucking damn you both. I'm sorry. We talked about you've got to accept the data. We talked about it earlier. Number three. 
Christopher Maloney at Maloney's Movies. At Pastors Podcast, the first six minutes of mixing up movie titles and plots sent me into an acute panic attack. If this happens again, here's my number. I'm going to redact his number. Uh, call me call me anytime, day or night. We should call him. We should. I got his number. Yeah, Mob's awesome. Maybe we should call her. Uh, number two, <laughs> Maloney's <laughs> awesome. Maybe we should call him. <laughs> Melissa Murray at Espresso Mama 3. Things you do while listening to Pastor's Podcast. Jerk off. Pause. Nope. Okay. Wow, you're going to fucking, fucking ruin this. Pause it to answer a call to discuss Sister's funeral program. Oh. And apologize well. as story of man fisting a cow starts to play <laughs> while you're talking. Hashtag <laughs> beef lemming. Hashtag oh, lefty hand cream. Hashtag going to hell. Hashtag sorry mom. Sorry mom. And number one. Oh, oh shit, sorry. Neat. And I was on there and now I'm gone. Where there it is. Laurel. Fuck you. Laurel. Fuck you. Fuck you. Giggity giggity. Giggity goo. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Jordan McKay at Ulster Turd. God damn it. <laughs> Turn this shit right, off. Five more minutes. Nine twenty-four. Please stop. <laughs> as soon as I heard MJ Basinger say "beef lemming" on Pastor's <laughs> podcast episode one forty-two, I knew that it was going to be the hashtag. Although my favorite moment was when everybody shouted, "Michael, shut the fuck up!" at the same time. Hashtag beef lemming. You're welcome. That is literally the definition of our friendship. Hey, it is. A lot of people loved the white wrapping. I will say that. Yeah. Did All two of them. Is that where we landed yeah. on that? There were right, half cool. dozen people. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people. Is that Trump's a lot of people or is that real <laughs> a lot of people? Many, many. <laughs> yeah, right. The polls have shown that many people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Well, we paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag, Hashtag Brandon is a slut. <laughs> Hashtag Brandon, you ignorant slut. <laughs> Hashtag God damn it, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag our friends, the newsboys. Hashtag Nope. No. Hashtag I've been at Jizz Camp. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what? I don't even remember what was I don't either, but that's uh, really uh, try all your jizz. Been oh, in, been in the jazz camp. Yeah, yep. been firmly planted in the jazz camp. For quite uh, some time. Hashtag free range human. Hashtag vape job. <laughs> hashtag ghost cunnilingus. <laughs> I've got that too. Hashtag domesticated puddle. Ew. <laughs> uh. sound effect ever hashtag sizable amount of teeth hashtag <laughs> solution denial the Matt Polly story hashtag blow your load on social media hashtag pregnant and woke <laughs> hashtag I'm gonna put you on timeout for five minutes <laughs> all right I've got hashtag put it on the board hashtag dick sledge Ew. hashtag why jizz Michael Hashtag Carol definitely being a Karen. <laughs> Hashtag we had three. I have no idea what that's in response to. Hashtag vapor dick. Oh, the vapor Hashtag he makes me so cold. 
You have to say it like that too. Hashtag ghost cunnilingus. <laughs> Eaten out by a ghost would have been a, another acceptable. Uh, <laughs> Let's go ahead and put that on the board. Yeah. Eaten uh, out by a ghost. <laughs> ass ate by a ghost. Get your ass ate. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's the grossest thing ever. Wow. God, it's disgusting. Uh, there, hashtag nothing left but your vast deference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. By the, the way, went to high school with a guy that that was on the back of his driver's license. All he was donating was his vast deference to science. That's weird. Oh, man. Hashtag loaf of milk. Hashtag earthly justice and all that. Hashtag lover to Dave. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, Dave. <laughs> uh, hashtag blow your load all over Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh, man. It would probably short circuit him, actually, if you blew your load all over his face. God, what uh, a fucking robot, man. Hashtag alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag the almighty dollar prevails. And then hashtag is that PMS sex. Hashtag Brandon is a slut. Hashtag fuck you, Carol. Damn it, Carol. And I don't know where this came from, but hashtag vegetarian barbecue hamster. That's from the Yeah, that's from the Newsboy song. Okay. Yeah, that's an actual lyric in that shit pile. Vegetarian barbecue. <laughs> God. Uh, hashtag vapor dick. Hashtag blowjobs are like vaping. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag dick in a dog's mouth. <laughs> It's my dick. Boy, you just cut straight to the point, oh, don't yeah. you? Uh, <laughs> what was that story about? Oh, dick in a dog's mouth. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much go. it. Oh, yeah, pretty on brand. That'll do it. Uh, hashtag full zen zone. Those of you met. Full zen zone. Um, hashtag just her bottom half. <laughs> Bottoms up. And hashtag I don't do beans. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, hashtag Aaron. Did you know? Um, hashtag Audible Jizz. Gross. <laughs> uh, hashtag Jizz Camp. Jizz Camp. Uh, hashtag Free Range Humid. Um, hashtag. This is my favorite. Insatiable taste for dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, oh god hashtag uh, aggressive cucumber <laughs> hashtag pelvic opinion pelvic opinion <laughs> what was that that's he said really public good. opinion I thought he said pelvic opinion that's really good that's really good <laughs> pelvic opinion shows us that uh, 
pulling out is the best option for birth control. Yes, blow it over your wife's stomach. That's a great Ew. idea. Ew! <laughs> Ew! Christ! We're Ew. back. We're back. Freaking, freaking, freaking ice or like a toaster strudel. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you started this. Fuck you. No, you said the up. stomach thing. <laughs> He's really good toast. All right, that's all we got. Where are we at on ice or like a toaster strudel? I'm kind of on board, kind of on board with that. Aaron, where are you leaning on there? Well, well, I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. I can never eat those again. <laughs> I have toaster strudels in my freezer. <laughs> so do I. My kids eat them every morning, and there's not one time that I ice one of those, and I don't go, huh. I, yeah. boy, that's uh, a... Yeah. Uh, Especially when the package is done, it yeah. looks like a... Yeah, it, it definitely does. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. I'm, uh, I'm voting for vapor dick. <laughs> no? No? One for vape dick. I don't have any good ones. Loaf, so. of, loaf of milk. I like Lover Today. <laughs> oh, my God. Pre- also pregnant and woke. Lover Today is pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Let me ask the question. question. Would he be offended? Not at all. Okay, great. Then yeah. we, Would then you we be offended? Go. No. Lover okay. Let's do the Lover Today. <laughs> that's, that's pretty epic. All right, we can do that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Insatiable taste for dick. <laughs> Pretty. Don't put those next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and now you know someone is going to. All right. Uh, if you've listened to this uh, episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag, hashtag lover to Dave. <laughs> Poor Dave. I Poor know. Dave. Finally nice, gets his own he's podcast. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> now he's a fucking hashtag. <laughs> Poor Dave. Uh, we're on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. Yeah, probably name my app. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm still not on Twitter. Okay. Uh, Facebook.com <laughs> slash Pastors Podcast. <laughs> Instagram, we're Inglorious Pastors. Get in the pub. Uh, closing time, subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, jizzmuzzle.com. <laughs> Uh, support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Um, support us on Patreon to join the Pastors Pub. Get access to our spinoff podcasts. Pastors Community Church, Hymns of Reconstruction, Turd Talk, Pastors Book Club, Pub Crawl, Special Music, Bias Around, and even help shape the content of this show. Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. We haven't said this in a while. It's uh, Stephen Dunn. Oh, oh, all man, four good. of his EPs uh, are now out. I, li- I walked. I did it just... Went for a walk last night yeah. for like forty five minutes and just listened to his stuff. It was. Really I put great. I put a so he had, uh, four EPs: God, Love, and Death. Yeah, all four. Get them all four. Put them in a playlist on or and, and just run them all through. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Go get them now. Check it out. Yep. Be sure to check out our friends Twisted Sisters, Twisty Sisties, on their Apple Podcast feed wherever Apple Podcasts are sold. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Good Thanks for coming you. on the podcast. Good to have you back. Always fun. Yeah. Told Dave. Said hi. We missed him. 
<laughs> I'll call him lover tonight. Hello, lover. <laughs> I'm on my way home. I honestly thought you just said, I'm going to call him mother tonight. And I was yeah. like, Hello, mother. Well, that's, a, that's a specific kink. <laughs> Take it easy, Mike Pence. Okay. <laughs> I think we should start calling him Mike Penis. I decided um, that today. Mike Penis. It works. Yeah. Oh, man. They sword stuck in, saving the world from the motherfucking alien.